0: To you cowards, then it's gonna be quick All your maids have been to jail before Suck my dick And all them motherfuckers you run with Get done with, done quick the fuck you gon' poke the dog on some bum shit? I, they go to gun click, Now i one, one shit All over some dumb shit Ain't that some shit? These niggas remind me of a strip club Cause every time you come around it's like What? I just gotta get my dick sucked And I don't know who the fuck you think you talking to But I'm not him I explain so watch what you do Or you gon' find yourself Very next to someone else And we all thought you loved yourself But that couldn't have been the issue Or maybe they just sayin' that now cause they miss you Shit, a nigga tried to diss you That's why you layin' on your back looking at the roof of the church Preacher telling the truth and it hurts. Y'all gon' make me lose my mind. Up in here, up in here. Y'all gon' make me go all out. Up in here, up in here. Y'all gon' make me act a fool. Up in here, up in here. Y'all gon' make me lose my cool. Up in here, up in here. Off the chain, I leave niggas soft in the brain. Cause I want the fame off the name First of all, you ain't rapped long enough To be fucking with me And you, you ain't strong enough So whatever it is you puffing on that got you thinking that you Superman I got the kryptonite Should I smack him with my dick in the mic? Y'all yeah, niggas characters It's not even good actors What's gonna be the outcome? It's out of all the factors You act, you twist it Your girl's a hoe You broke, the kid ain't yours And everybody knows Your own man say you stupid You be like, so? I love my baby mother I never let her go I'm tired of weak-ass niggas Winding over foot that don't belong to them Fuck is wrong with them, they fuck fucking up for real niggas like my man's and them, who get it all on the shrimp for their hands with them, man, y'all gon' make me lose my mind, up in here, up in here, y'all gon' make me go all out, up in here, up in here, y'all gon' make me act a fool, up in here, up in here, y'all gon' make me lose my cool. up in here, up in here, I bring down rain so heavy it hurts the head, no more trouble, Put them in the dirt and stick You keep walking that you're to end up red. Cause if I end up big I end up dead. Cause you a soft type nigga Fake up north type nigga Push like a soft white right, nigga Dog is the dog blood thicker in water We done been through the mud And we quicker to slaughter The bigger the order The more guns we run out When the finish Everybody come out Don't nobody burn out Send in the sun out I'ma keep the gun out I'ma blow his lung out Listen, your ass is about to be missing You know who gon' find you? Who? Some old man fishing Grandma wishing your soul's at rest But it's hard to digest with the size of the hole in your chest uh, Y'all gon' make me lose my mind Up in here, up in here Y'all gon' make me sound
1: Oh. Now, <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit
2: it, Mass Broke. Listen
1: up, ass fast face, ass, ass, face. You're getting some ass.
2: Yeah,
1: baby. <laughs> Call 775 357 FANS or 775 376 EZEZ.
3: If we start calling California, Taiwan, and Arizona, Ukraine, and
4: Texas, Israel, then maybe our government would start protecting those borders?
3: Uh, pro- probably not. Pro- I, I, I mean, we could hope. Good Monday morning, ass family, and welcome to another fun-filled edition of—that's right, you guessed it—the Arnie State Show. Look, I got—I got to tell you the truth. Woke up this morning, wasn't feeling too super duper. So I had one of my leftover biscuits and made biscuits and gravy this weekend. Ate the biscuit, got sick. No big deal. No big deal. I, you know, laid back down. It's like, okay. I can't believe I got sick over biscuit, but whatever. And now uh, that feeling's coming back on because, obviously, Bubba got loose last night and ate the sewer system. I have never smelt a fart from that dog that bad as I did about five minutes ago. If y'all were watching me on Twitch, y'all could see my expression. I had turned ceiling fans on. I had turned floor fans on. Wow. And it has not fazed him. He has not moved a muscle. He might have farted to death. Bubba, you over there? Hey. Bubba. Okay, he's awake. Good Lord Almighty. So hopefully, oh, oh, that was rough, man. Uh, let, let's get through this show today. It's a Monday show. I know I know everybody's not up to par, but it's Monday. If I can do it, if I can get sick and do it and then put up with Bubba the sewer ass, y'all can do it as well. Hope you had a good weekend. Uh, very low-key weekend, laid low. Got big plans coming this weekend. Got a little wet and wild reunion going. Got got text message from Tommy. A bunch of us uh, old lifeguards are going to be meeting up on Saturday. Looking forward to that. Can't wait for that to happen. Also, Saturday, uh, the Elimination Chamber in Peth, Australia. Some wrestling. So, uh, next weekend, a little bit more to do than this weekend. This weekend, just laid low. Laid low. Uh, let's say some good morning, shall we, before... And boy, oh boy, do we have to start. It, <sighs> I, I see the v Coops here. He's not the first one here. Derek, Derek was the first one here today. Hold on. Uh, where where Baker, there is Derek? There he it says good morning, ass family. Boo Monday. V. Coop, who's been doing some uh, in training. I like to butt fuck fine ladies. Will I choke hold a bitch? Well, maybe.
5: Mm hmm. Mm hmm.
3: Says, holy shit, I could listen live. To- I think this might have been one of his predictions. We have a prediction that might be coming true very soon. And it is going to infuriate you. But before we can get to that, we have to say good morning to everybody out there. Gibby, next one here. Oh. A jelly donut. I agree with you. Monday should be illegal. The Warbird. You're talking to the Rolex. Wearing.
1: Woo. Diamond ring. Uh. Wearing. Kiss stealing. Woo. Wheeling dealin'!
3: dealing. Limousine riding. Jet flying. Son of a gun. And I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Woo. Says, Good morning. Glad to see you're wearing my new favorite college gear. Yes, the, uh, this shirt I had uh, made at 4t5printing.com. The Embrace the Hate shirt. That was our goal last year, and, and the Longhorns had, of course, from 4t5printing.com, because they do embroidery work, too. And if you don't go there, you have the possibility of this happening.
2: Nice shot, Chris. And oh. you, you don't
3: want to get punched over your shirt now, do you? Do you want that? I mean, seriously, you don't want that. Uh, boat girl, good morning to you. Look,
5: I, I don't want to speak ill of your mother on Christmas, but she's nothing but a common street whore.
3: Good morning. That's the way to start a Monday. House of Pain. Morning, ass family. Shitload of rain in northern Nevada. Drive safe out there. Yeah, gotta be careful. Lots and lots of rain. I think it's gonna be 82 here on Wednesday. Did I say that? 82 degrees here on Wednesday? Just letting you know. Shocking. Uh, yeah, I, it is Texas. And Devon Stater's here. Shocking. Says, good morning, ass family. The rock is heel again and life is fucking good. Eh, might want to watch that. I don't know. I mean, he was pointing at Roman Reigns, and he didn't do the right number one signal, so we'll see. Darren! Becca! Becca! No, oh, wait, wait. That's the wrong one. Darren is this Please one. Please be That's Please be a fart. Please be a fart.
5: I should not be fine if I don't.
3: Good morning, yes, family. Happy Monday. I only celebrate pre- uh, good Z's uh, President's Day today. Yes, today is President's Day, so no mail, no banks. Um, today's a holiday for Joe Biden. How sad is that? That motherfucker gets a holiday. Oh,
4: I love
3: trash. There's somebody that should be getting a holiday, but he's getting holiday pay, baby. Uh, he's out there collecting them trash cans. Good morning to you, Trash Panda. Hope you're good, Dave. Oh. Good grief, I'm early today. Yes, you are, Charlie Brown. Good grief, you are very early. Swoosh. Says, morning, ass family. Happy President's Day. We'll write back to you. There she is.
2: Oh, my lucky stars.
3: The one, the only bratty kid is in the house. The reason so many men have a foot fetish is because they lost their virginity to a sock. Boy, she's spot on with that one. Good morning to you. Uh, Gibby says great hangover tunes this morning. Well, thank you, Sanchez family. Free at
1: last, free at last. Thanks God almighty, we are free at last.
3: Ahoy to you, I hope that you had a great weekend as well. ski bum. I
6: had sunny side up and I had sunny side down when I had sunny side all the way around.
3: Good morning to you, Brad says, and you wonder why I don't eat your cooking. It was biscuits. It was a plain biscuit with butter on it. That was it. I don't know why I fucking threw that up. I, I didn't want to throw that up, but I, I did. Sunshine State.
2: The Sunshine State. Gorgeous. Gorgeous.
3: Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Good morning to you, Chasman. Hey, it's Enrico Palazzo. Yeah. This is the beginning of the best five days of the week. We'll have at least from 7 to 10 a.m. Have the best possible, everyone. Well, you too, my friend. Uh, Tyler. Not funny, haha, funny, queer. Good morning to you, Sicilian medic.
2: In the name of the father, the son, and the holy ghost, you will now drive a Camaro, hate every minute of your yearly vacation to Italy, and get very upset when your sister starts to date. Hey!
3: Good morning to you. because says my terrorist attack and Super Bowl prediction technically happened because Taylor Swift was there. Joe Biden invented holidays. Yes, Joe Biden actually did invent every holiday out there. King Steve. <laughs> Good morning, King Steve. Hope you're doing good today. Gibby says the more you know. Yes, indeed. And Ralphie. Like a pink
2: nightmare. <laughs> hey, 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 hey! Hey!
3: Hey! Um, lots to start with this weekend. Uh, there are a lot of stories that came out, and this one is really, really the top of the news everywhere because New Yorkers are scared, and New Yorkers should be scared. Bradster. <laughs> Says morning, biggin ass hats too. Well, good morning to you, cowboys girl. We're not gonna bow down and kiss the ring of the alphabet cult. Well, this weekend, um, since the great state of New York decided, um, to no, nah, it's not the right one. Damn it to hell, Arnie. Come on, you're better than that. Um, since the great state uh, uh, of uh. Of New York has decided to fine Donald Trump close to half a billion dollars half a billion dollars truckers the people that keep this country moving truckers on the road are saying they are going to refuse to drive to New York City
4: New York City I
3: said that New York City
4: New York City thank
3: you now, I don't know how this is going to go. Um, Claims some of the colleagues are going to stop making deliveries to New York to protest this ruling. Uh, he was fined355 million dollars, and he's not allowed to do business in what uh, in New York for like three years. Uh, the influencer who's also a trucker, says, quote, "I've been on the radio talking to truckers about the past hour and I've talked to about 10. And they're going to start refusing loads to New York based on Monday. He's already spoken to some of the drivers that work with him who told their boss they won't go to the big city. (sighs) Well, you see, you're fucking around and you're finding out. Because there's something that I really want to talk about here. But, Arnie, if they don't, how are the illegals going to get their free shit? Well, people are just going to start handing them heirlooms from their house. That's what's going to happen. I mean, Donald Trump also released a a, a sneaker line this weekend, really ugly tennis shoes that that sold out immediately. They're like $400. They're, They're gold high tops. They're hideous looking. They are so God. They are so him. Uh, I love this story. New York is about to feel some pain. Not wine rack pain, but still a lot of pain. (sighs) I I think this is a great gesture. I think this is what it means to fuck around and find out. But I'm afraid to tell you that (sighs) they're still going to get stuff. People, the truckers aren't going to deliver. How long are the truckers not going to deliver there? Forever? Because I would imagine you're going to see some fired truckers there. I, I think this is a, a, a good little, little, uh, little snapshot of what could happen in this country. But the problem is that not all truck drivers support Donald Trump. And there will be plenty of truck drivers who don't support Donald Trump that will take this cause up. Now, that will cause a lot of infighting in the trucker world. And okay, they can handle it. They're truckers. They're tough guys and gals. But let's think about this as well. There are people that are in New York City New York City that actually do vote for Donald Trump that aren't going to be getting their shit either. Now, look, once again, I'm not going to tell truckers what to do and what not to do. Like I said, I think this is a great snapshot of what could be happening in this country if things don't go correctly in about 10 months. And I fully support the truckers that are not going in there. But... I don't I don't think we're gonna see long lines and you know soup kitchen lines, anything like that anytime soon because if worse comes to worse, then places will fly stuff in. These are things coming in from out of state. And 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 look, New York will get their shit. I'm just gonna tell you that right now. It's a stupid ruling, and the ruling makes absolutely no sense. And I know over the weekend there was a lot of talk about. Vladimir Putin and his political rival that has been found dead. They say he was poisoned. They're hiding the body until the poison leaves the system. So here's my question, and everybody's anti-Putin, right? We're all anti-Putin. Putin, who throws political rivals not only in jail but kills them. Now, now we were told that Donald Trump is a dick. You remember, between 2016 and 2020, he was a dictator. He was no better than Vladimir Putin or Kim Jong-un. Now, I don't recall this. Maybe it happened while while I was, I don't know, in a coma. Um, During his presidency, the president was impeached twice. He's been arrested four separate times since leaving office, and he's been charged with 91 crimes. That's since he left office. The impeachment happened while he was in office. They've tried to take his name off the ballot in some states. They're still working on that. Supreme Court's listening to that right now. Then they fined him $355 million and told him he can no longer do business in New York for three years. Now, I don't know about you, but if it walks like a duck, if it quacks like a duck, it's a fucking duck. How is it that Joe Biden is never compared to people like Vladimir Putin? or Kim Jong-un. Why is that? Because it looks like his political rival, Donald Trump, has been arrested. He's been fined. There's only one more thing for them to try to do. Dave Coe says, I thought the Clintons were the murderers. Well, Hillary. Hillary mainly is, and and Joe's just got to call her into action. But isn't it odd that, you know, the book 1984, the George Orwell book 1984, talked about how Big Brother was going to watch you and how the Donald Trump presidency was nothing more than the book 1984 or the movie Idiocracy. And it turned out all of that was bullshit because it was all leading up to 2020. tell me that we haven't lived a George Orwellian existence since Joe Biden has taken office. I dare you. You can't do it. They jumped the gun. They were premature ejaculators. Oh, this is idiocracy. Really? Really? We have the leader of the free world who doesn't know the, the right leader's names. He gets lost on a stage. He wanders around the podium. But 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 Donald Trump's a bad one. And I like the, the, the This is my new favorite thing now, is that the hardcore Democrats that will never, ever vote for Donald Trump, they are somehow defending Joe Biden And saying, and they're using this, well, uh, Donald Trump is 80 years old, too. His cognitive skills. Really, you're going to test Donald Trump's cognitive skills against Joe Biden? All I have to do is put an ice cream cone in front of Joe Biden, and he is mine. Is, Is that how Ukraine got him? They offered him a homemade ice cream machine? He's like, well, you know, I love my ice cream. Cali girl. What's a girl got to do for you to bruise her cervix? Good morning to you. It shakes hands with nobody. Yeah. Well, Donald Trump doesn't have the best memory either. Really? Has he gone around talking about people that are dead? See, this, this, this they, they resorted back now. So instead of of doing something new, they just say, well, everything Joe Biden has, so does Donald Trump, because he's old, too. No, he's He's old, sure. By the way, do I think it's horrible that we have two 80-year-old guys that are running for president? Yes. Yes, I think it's a joke. I think it's an absolute positive joke that the greatest country in the world at one time, not going to necessarily say it is now, but it's hard to argue with. But the greatest country in the world, we can't find two better guys or two better people. Sorry, ladies out there. Don't mean to I, I don't mean to put you down because we got some stories that are fixing to put y'all the fuck down. These two gentlemen are the best for America's future. I know that one is a whole lot better than the other. Am I gonna say he's one of the best? Well, I don't I don't know who's not running or who hasn't been vetted to run or or any of these things, but, but I have to believe that each party has one person that's better than these guys. And I don't mean towing the company line. I mean towing America's line. You don't think a woman should run the country okay that's hey that's up to you and that'll be your vote if a woman ever runs that means a woman republican too lauren bobart's got my vote as long as she does a calendar the presidential calendar her bikinis and guns that's all we need But I I saw this, and I saw the breakdown of what's happened to Donald Trump since he's been in public office, and it truly amazes me. It truly amazes me that that Joe Biden is Vladimir Putin. Judge Judy has my vote. Boy, if Judge Judy ran, I'm all over that. Hell yeah. Judge Judy ain't going to take shit from anybody. Now we gotta get her black bailiff back because I, I, I he's not with her on the new. I haven't seen her new show where she got her hair pulled back. I still got poofy hair in the afternoon. She got to bring him back. I like him. That bailiff. That bailiff. You put him and you, you you reincarnate Rusty from the old people's court. I'm voting for LT. LT. Who's LT? Lawrence Taylor. So I got my ballot here in Colorado, and Trump is on it. Mage, good morning to you. Shocking that he's on there. I don't
4: like you American. And all you American look alike.
3: Good morning to you, my friend. Hope you're doing good in Colorado. Andy's on there, XXG Force. I have wine and dine with kings and queens.
5: Oh. And I've and dying on pork and beans. Judge
3: Juzzi's old, too. <laughs> Do you mean Taylor Swift or T.L.? Oh, you're voting for T.L. Tommy. Okay. Uh, judge guy is named Bird, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I like old Bird. Bird Bird's his name, yeah. Bird's the word. Uh, he it I'm
0: wearing my shirt. You're doing fine, Oklahoma, Oklahoma. Okay, Niggas for Trump
1: 2024, and I mean
3: it. <laughs> Good morning to The Good Doctor in Oklahoma. By the way, The Good Doctor is a closet wrestling fan. Just letting that out there. Big time wrestling fan. Big Rock fan. Rock was on on Friday night. Acting like he's a bad guy. Did a great promo, though. Great shirt, too. I like when The Rock brings back the Versace look. Now... As I'm rubbing my temples here, <clears throat> I'm forced into watching it. Uh huh. We have an update uh, from Louisville, Texas. Thank God this happened. We talked about this last week. Um, at a high school in Louisville, Rachmad uh went viral after he wore a pink dress and a hat and boots and said he has a fetish of dressing like a woman. Now, when I heard fetish, I thought... I took a dump at work. No, I didn't think that. I, I see Alicia. I I took a dump at
7: work. I do it all
4: the time. The boss man takes my freedom and creativity. The least he can do is when I
3: poo. Alicia, good morning to you. Now, when the guy said he has a fetish for dressing like a woman... See, this is where I got lost the other day when we talked about this story. The fetish has actually sexualized it now. Because before we're told, this is just who they are. They're women. No, they aren't. First of all, they aren't women. Uh, This guy gets turned on by dressing like a woman. Hey, whatever whatever your kink is, no big deal but you can't do it at school. Well, the teacher has been placed on administrative leave after parents were outraged over a video showing him at the school wearing his dress. Uh, If you haven't seen this uh, here, feller, let me do this for you. Show it to you. And that's what he wore to school. And admitted, oh, wow, he's in tights and a tutu there. Um, hey, you you, you want to live your life like that, that's fine. But you ain't going to be in the educating our kids world. Sorry about that. It, that. That... When did when did workplaces, especially schools, I guess, and, and this is going to be a dumb question I ask, when did it become about you and your personal life? See, I thought teachers showed up to school to teach students. I thought that's why they were there. I thought that their, their goal was to educate and move students along to the next grade. I thought it was because they loved teaching. They loved educating children. But it seems like now... The main reason some of these teachers show up are to cross-dress. Some in Oklahoma are just getting drunk on the way to school. But when did it become about anything other than the kids? And we can, we can look at all lines of work like that. When did it become about not doing your actual job? Hook'em, good morning. Hope you're doing well, my friend. College football right around the corner. Uh, Dave Coe says, I have zero patience for this type of person. They can do what they want until they insist that I embrace it. They can jam it. <laughs> See, and that's the whole thing. Look, I don't have to accept this from this person. And and, and if the te- if the school wants to back the teacher, no problem. I'll take my kid out of the school. Will it be a pain in the ass for me? Yes, absolutely. Will I think about suing the school district? Sure. But first things first, I have to get my kid taken care of. And I don't want my kid around that. I just don't. Why? Because they're kids. They don't need to be around that. Lisa says, we started empowering them to be individuals instead of just doing what we hire them to do. Yeah. Donald, good morning, my friend. Hold on a second here. Let me get to Donald.
5: Days never finished. Master
4: got me working. Someday
3: master set me free. Now, that's not the part that's going to make you mad. Nope, 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 nope. Still haven't gotten there yet. <sighs> oh, but I promise you I will. I promise you I will. Uh, let me get rid of some of these things. Um, All right. A top Canadian surgeon. Thank you, Arnie. I just like many teachers because they stopped focusing on student success and made it about themselves. And I don't understand that. I don't understand. And, 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 Ralphie, I appreciate you as the teacher that you are. And Chuck, who's obviously very busy this morning and can't be with us. Um, I, I, I Look, when it comes to the role of teaching, I have a lot of an admiration for that job. Now, once we start going down the roads of teachers' unions and things like this, But I've always had admiration for that job because, in essence, you're raising people's kids. Not even in essence. You pretty much are. You're with the kids longer than the parents are. And you have to put up with their little shit asses all the time. And it's maddening. Rev is in the house. There we go. Good morning, Rev. Good morning. Okay, there we go. Okay, good for you. Says, so morning, all, a little late since I'm at work and it's my Friday. Dr. Alex Linguani says lucrative transmedical industry has grown too rapidly. And they have unearthed videos showing poorly trained doctors dying appendages and dreaded complications. And let me just say...
4: Shocking. Shocking. Shocking.
3: Hey, look at there. There's Colin and Jameson.
1: Grab his dick and twist it! Oh, my God! Oh, dick twist!
3: <laughs> B says, I have to teach adults. I feel like I'm raising some of them. I don't blame you. This doctor has gone on to say that they are not training people correctly when it comes to these sex change surgeries. And that's, by the way, what I'm still going to call it is the sex change because, well, fuck you in your updated terms. And I can't remember them all. And when I played the shocking sound effect, it's what happens when a surgery becomes quote-unquote popular. Now, once again, let's let's tell the truth about this. The truth of the matter is, is that I don't buy. I just don't buy the fact that we have so many transgenders that were born transgender in America. I think transgender is the new black. Now, you remember when rap music came out? Everybody's biggest fears was, oh, all white all white kids are going to turn black. Like, that would be a bad thing. Remember, that was the cool thing. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, gay. Gay became the end thing. And we saw these, these numbers spike in, in the gay communities. And now, the trans numbers are allegedly spiking all over the place. When we know for a fact... I made the exact analogy. Yeah, it it is the same. It's the exact same thing. Due to the fact that only 7% of these people who are born not who they are actually go through with the surgery. Now, let me ask you this. Let's say that you were born with two left feet. Or actually, let's say that you were born with a left foot on the right leg and a right foot on the left leg. Wouldn't you get that corrected pretty much immediately? And before anybody can go, oh, that's physical, Arnie, that's physical. The surgeries they're doing on these people are physical surgeries. The surgeries they're doing on these children under the age of 18 by removing their breasts... Is physical. We heard a story uh, a couple weeks ago about a dad whose son was transitioning, but but and they had started the transition at two years old. And I don't understand how you you started transition. I well, I do. I'm sorry. I l- I lied to you there. I do understand how it happens. But but let me just say on my behalf, I don't understand it. Bobby? It's
4: tough being a white man these days. It's tough, I tell you.
3: It's a shit I'm late. I sometimes forget Arnie works on holiday mornings, unlike other radio shows I used to listen to. Yeah, I mean, come on. I know that most of y'all are probably going to work. It's President's Day. So, uh... The reason why these surgeries are happening is because doctors say, oh, sure, we'll do them. Why? Because they want to make money. They can charge the most for these surgeries. It's all plastic surgery. Well, it's all like plastic surgery, I should say. When Boob Jobs came out, there's a great old David Schwimmer movie about the the first two doctors to really corner the market on fake tits. And you saw people going there in droves they're having this elective surgery done to get their boobs enhanced. Right? Okay. Now we have this new group of people, people that haven't been hugged enough as babies or they weren't shown enough attention by their parents. So now this is a way for them to get even more attention by to say, "Oh, I'm trans." I was talking about the two-year-old that was transitioning. When are we going to get a story? And I'm not asking for it. Uh, I I guess I am kind of asking for it. When are we going to get as soon as the baby's born, the mother says, no, it's supposed to be a girl? Or the father. Either one. I, I don't mean to throw women under the bus there. When are we finally going to see that? Well, we started transitioning our baby at birth. Would that be too much for anybody? That'd be too much for me. I mean, it, to do it at, at, at 14 is too much for me. Look, if you're 18 and you want to get your tad look, if you're 18 and you want to dress up as the other sex, you go right ahead. Do what you have to do to make yourself happy. I don't care. But once it starts getting down to the kids, then we have a problem. Uh, this is when you don't really have any real problems in your life, so you have to create problems to make life interesting, right? Dave Coe says, don't be ridiculous, Arnie. That won't happen for a couple more years. (laughs) Yeah, it's going to happen, though. We already know it's going to happen. Same thing I always say, can I have cookies for dinner? No, you're too young. Can I have a beer? No, you're too young. Can I stay out all night? No, you're too young. Can I smoke? No, you're too young. Can I change the sex and change my whole life? Oh, sure. You know best. Yeah, it, it I, I I don't understand it. I just don't it I do. I do. There's a lot of things that play into the trans movement. First of all, boy oh boy. This this is like the it thing. Remember, we've, we've seen movies about this. We've seen different TV shows talk about it. And all they're doing is lampooning life. And they rightfully should. And by lampooning life is, oh, my gosh, the Johnsons. They had a petting zoo at Jimmy's second birthday. We have to do more. See, so this started with this competition. And it's all parents. I know moms get blamed most of the time, but dads are up there, too. (laughs) What two-year-old's going to remember that they had a fucking petting zoo at their second birthday? I I, I don't understand birthday parties for anybody under the age of, I don't know, seven. Doesn't make any sense. They're not going to remember any of it. Maybe it's six. But two? No. But we're going to transition into because that's what the kid wants. It. I mean, is the kid having full-on conversations with you? Are you sitting down and reading the paper with your child? Oh, I can't believe the unrest in Ukraine today, father. I mean, if your baby calls you father at the age of two, you might have a real smart kid. But I ain't buying it. I ain't buying it. All right, I've waited long enough to piss y'all off. I'm going to play this clip for you, and um, I want you to listen to this, and let me know just how disgusted you actually are by this as well as me. Uh, This is taking place, I believe, at a, a convention or a school or something, uh, a couple of speakers, and they're speaking on sexual orientation and trans movement and all kinds of stuff.
7: But When we think about pedophiles. But just like pedophiles, we are not responsible for our feelings. Really? We do not choose them. But we are responsible for our actions. And we must make a decision. It is in our responsibility to reflect and to overcome our negative feelings about pedophiles and to treat them with the same respect we treat other people with we should accept that pedophiles are people who have not chosen their sexuality and who unlike most of us will never be able to live it out freely if they want to lead an upright life we should accept that pedophilia is a sexual preference. Statistics indicate the that there will be one or two of you who are struggling with some form of pedophilic interest. These people can't talk about their feelings because they know that they will be hated for it. I truly do believe that every person is longing for love at some point in their life. And what if this love that you really wish for will forever be impossible? That must be a really lonely situation to be in. Yes, from an emotional point of view, I can kind of understand that you would want to eliminate these people from society.
3: (sighs) Let's see. Kill them all. Feelings, nothing more than feelings. Cowboys, grow. I'm not respecting a pedo. Is this AI? No, these were actual speakers at lectured events. I, I shared the post with you uh, up there. Uh, at least I think I did, didn't I? Yeah, I did. Um, let's see. I hate this person. I respectfully will blow away a robber coming into my house. I can treat pedos with the same respect. <laughs> um, burn anyone who believes this garbage. No way somebody actually believes this. Yes. There's a cure to pedophilia in 9mm, millimeter, 45mm. Gather them all for a convention, lock the doors, and release the barrigators <laughs> Amen to that. What the actual fuck? I told you two years ago that this was coming. I called it, but let's just sit quietly and give them a platform. Oh, yeah. I want to punch this bitch in the face. What the actual fuck? Wow, they really want pedophilia to be accepted, fucking weirdos. Tyler says, that's awful. Uh, I'd love to chime in here, but I'll give it to Alicia. King Steve says, execute them immediately. We've heard about this. Remember, there was a teacher uh, uh, about a year and a half ago who came out and was calling these people maps. We already have a term for them. It's maps. And the the one thing that V. Coop made his prediction on last year was that maps would be added to the uh, alphabet... Uh, the Mafia's list of letters. I have not seen it on there yet. Not that I go looking for it whatsoever. But how long? How long? I mean, I, I mean, we're, we, we support people that want to chop their dick off. I want you to think about that. Somebody says, I think it's a good idea to cut my wiener off. I ain't going to support that person. I'm going to think, you know what, you're kind of fucked up. Just like the people who say, oh, they don't know any better. What a terrible way to excuse those who went to Epstein Island, right? We need a game show, aliens versus predators, automatic citizenship to every illegal who takes out a pedo. You cannot convert pedophiles. It's a sickness that has no cure. No, it doesn't. And they're out there. And they're not all, look, some of them know what their problem is. And you know what? They stay locked up at home. They don't fucking, they don't give in to their feelings because they know that their feelings will get them either put in jail or killed. We had a law passed in the state of California. It's a state law in California. Uh, And it was passed by a a fellow named Scott Weiner. That's his real name. Uh, he is based out of San Francisco. And he passed a law in place that says you cannot convict anybody if they're dating or they're in a relationship with 10 years the difference. 10 years. Now, what that means is that your 13 year old daughter can date a 23 year old guy. You okay with that? I'm not. Your 10-year-old can date a 20-year-old. You okay with that? Well, according to the state of California, you have to be okay with that because that is the law. That is the, the building blocks of pedophilia as the norm right there. These people coming out and speaking. How somebody doesn't bum rust the stage and whoop this woman's ass. I'm I'm not about hitting women. I'm not. But this this right here, this is a special kind of fucking horrible people. And there was two different groups, two different uh, seminars going on that I don't want to be any part of those seminars unless I can assault the, the, the keynote speaker. I mean, my God. Kale. I don't have an anger problem. I have an idiot problem. Let me introduce you to my friend Samuel Co. Good morning, Kale. Kale, I was playing this uh, this audio uh, here. Let's see. Uh, it says...
7: Are people who have not chosen their them go. with the same respect we treat other people with. We should accept that pedophiles are people... No, they ...who have not chosen their sexuality... They're troglodytes. And who Unlike most of us, will never be able to live it out freely if they want to lead an upright life.
3: Well, wait, 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 why? Why can't they do that? If, if they haven't chosen anything, why can't they lead an upright life? See, you've already condemned yourself in your own statement. They can't live an upright life. Why not? Well, because what, what they're attracted to is wrong. Well, okay, so what you're saying is it is wrong. Well, it's only wrong in the eyes of the law, but not in the eyes of people. So what you're saying then, this woman who's giving the speech, let's say that she has a child. Let's say that she has, I don't know, an eight-year-old daughter. And you're going to be okay giving your eight-year-old daughter over to a pedophile. <gasps> really? That that pedophile can have sex with your eight-year-old daughter. Well, you've got a problem now too because you pimped out your eight-year-old. New game show. If a pedo lives, their prize is a one-way ticket to Thailand. Hate pedos, but later today we will celebrate teacher sex, LOL. (laughs) No shit, right? Uh, I'm assuming she's a pedo. Yeah, the chino needs to be raped with a... uh, The the pedo needs to be raped with a pistol. The chick does I know that a lot of people... Probably get tired of me talking about the whole trans movement. But you see, it was, all all the trans movement was, was to see how much further they can push. Gay people have been around since the beginning of time. I already know them. Okay. And gay people have been mistreated since the beginning of time. And honestly, when it comes down to it, if you're gay, you're gay, whatever. I don't care. Marriage was something that was started as a sacred bond between two people in the church. And for a long time, it was protected. But then the government got involved, and you started getting tax breaks and things like that. So it kind of took away from the church. So now... We allow gay people to get married. And I used to stand up for for not allowing gays to get married. You have your civil unions. You get all the same things. You just don't get to do this, that, or the other. But yeah, you wanted to have it your way. You 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 wanted. You had to have it. Okay. And you see, once again, the people that weren't out in front of Joe Biden's house yelling "Not my president!" on on January 22nd 2021 or or whenever it was see they were busy working just like these people are busy working okay y'all want to be married fine go ahead get married so they push that wall down okay now let's see what we can do so then what we do we go to this trans movement we go man there is a plethora of Americans now that that, that were born in the wrong bodies And we tried to force everybody to accept it. And they're still trying because it's still not accepted. Especially when you have stories, I don't know, out of Virginia, where a young girl is raped in a high school bathroom and the school covers it up. Then when the parents hear about it, what do they do? The the parent shows up and he wants to destroy everybody who's on the school board, rightfully so. And we have the FBI to start looking into terrorist organizations that are parents' groups. See, this is why I love the Ass family, because I just realized I hate pedophilia, but not so much when it's a hot teacher with young boy. That's just a sh- issuing <laughs> into manhood. Yeah, see, there's a total difference. The problem is, Donald, those teachers have to be hot. If they're big, gross, ugly teachers... You know, if it was like a 300 pound old, you know, gym teacher driving the Subaru, well, we're not going to be down with that. We are with well, that is wrong. That is foul. I laugh though, Donald. Every once in a while I laugh when I'm getting stories together. And now we're starting to see convictions of these females. And these convictions are real convictions, they're 10, 15 year convictions when before it was like, there was one story I remember, and it was out in Nebraska. God love Nebraska. This woman, she diddled a kid, right? She had sex with one of her teenage students, and she wasn't that good looking. But they fined her 200 bucks, and she could no longer teach. That was it. That was her punishment. And they had sex like 50 times. I remember when I saw that story, I laughed, because they only fined her like 200 bucks. I laughed because I have to find the levity in the situation because there is no consistency. Because two days later, you see a story about a male teacher who's about the same age as that female teacher who diddled her teenage kid, and he had sex with a girl. And now he's going to get 60 years if he makes it. See, I'm gonna put this one on you gals. And you're like, wait a second, how can you put this on those gals? Oh, I can tell you, how I can put it on you gals. Until you show up at an airport in Florida with a rifle and you blow the head off of a female teacher who diddled your son, then then it, we're not gonna we're not gonna believe you. That really happened in Florida. Kid's karate instructor was uh, molesting him. Dad showed up, and this is way back in the early 80s, I think, maybe even the 70s, was at a bank of sell, or, or payphones. We didn't have cell phones back then. Hit a rifle, and as soon as that guy walked by him, he stuck that rifle to his head and blew his head off. I've seen the unedited version, and it is awesome. Say less, you know I would. Oh, Alicia, I I th- I think you would. I, I I think that you would have a lot to say about it if that happened to Boykind or the Pebble. But even if she's hot, I mean, if she's hot, then I mean, you know, Boykind and the Pebble look they're going to be they're going to be the fucking big swinging dicks on campus anyway. So, look, like I <laughs> This is one of those things I just look at and I go, my God. We're told to overcome our bad feelings about pedophiles. I can't. You're, 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 you're raping a child. That's, that's all there is to it. You're raping a child. The end. My baseball coach was having sex with my ex-girlfriend when she was 15. I was so angry and thought it was disgusting. But at the same time, my PE teacher was really hot and I was thinking of a way I could be with her. I guess that wasn't very con- consistent. That's the kind of how it goes when you're a dude, yeah? Alicia says it wouldn't matter. She's dead. I believe it. Oh, I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. Now, in a story that was released over the weekend, National Institute of Health is back this. I just have the headline. I I didn't want to even look this story up. Trans women milk as good as breast milk. Yes,
2: bratty kid. Hey, so, sorry, I'm driving. Um, So if we're supposed to get over raping of a child, does that mean we should be getting over rapists too? Because the child can't consent and neither does the rape victim. Well, I
3: mean, that, that, that would be the next step down the road. You see how they, okay. they 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 break these barriers down one barrier at a time. So, pretty soon, rape will be gone. Okay,
8: I just
4: want to make sure I got
3: to prepare myself. All right. All right bye. Okay, bye bye. Drug induced chest feeding liquid comparable to that from mothers from the National Health uh, and Science Trust. Really. Really? So what you're going to tell me is something made in a lab is just as good as you as natural mother's milk. Really? Come on, man. This is disgusting. Every day, I can't even look at those pictures. When you see the two guys with beards and one's holding a baby like it's the mother, well because it is the mother even though they've had fucking hormones pumped into them and they're dudes now, they're a dude with a vagina. Dudes can't have gashes. All right. Women cannot have penises. I tell you what, thank God this shit wasn't around when the ark was getting built. Poor fucking Noah. We wouldn't have animals anymore. We wouldn't have zoos. Well, I want two of those big gorillas. They're strong. They can help me. Well, they're both males. That's okay. They can have sex. One can say they're a woman, and we can give them all kinds of surgeries. I had horse milk in Mongolia. It had chunks and everything. I'd drink that fresh from the source over trans milk. The only thing men produce that looks like milk is seminal fluid. Yes, indeed. So you're 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 giving them. You, are you busting? I, I mean, honestly, it sounds like you're 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 busting a nut from your tit. St. Patrick's Cathedral, pretty much America's church, if you will, and in, in, uh, uh, it is right in the middle of New York City. New York City! Thank you. The church was, quote-unquote, tricked into holding a funeral for a trans activist who was eulogized as the mother of all whores. Cathedral authorities have issued a groveling apology to parishioners after a sacrilegious service for the great whore, Cecilia Gentile, was held. Hundreds of mourners in fishnets and boas danced in the aisles during the service. For the atheist trans activist, they degraded the cathedral and has been ordered to hold a mass of reparation after celebrating the former sex worker. Hmm, where do I want to start here? I want to start with. If you don't chew big red, then f- you. Battleborn, good morning to you. V. Coop says, "Mother of all whores, So Chris Jenner, then. No, not this time. You, you would be right any other time. This was my biggest, one of my biggest fears to the gay marriage thing. And I honestly have to say that I am surprised and shocked. Hold on, I have to play this sound effect if I say that. Shocking. That we haven't seen this hit the Supreme Court. And I guess it's going to be left up to the, the wacky Mormons to do that. Um, a lot of churches, when gay marriage passed, say they would not have a, a wedding in, let's say, a a Catholic church for a gay couple.
2: Now, has it happened? Oh, I
3: think it has. I think some churches have come along and done that. But I know for a fact that in the Mormon faith, you have to be really, really good in good standing to get married in a temple. And if you're gay, you're not in good standing. Meaning you can't get married in a temple. And I've always been so worried about this whole gay marriage thing that it is going to go straight after the First Amendment, which has freedom of religion in there. Meaning people can practice their religion and they can, they can do whatever they want with their religion and the religion can do so as well. Unless you're a snake handler, then that's illegal, which, by the way, still hasn't been explained to me why that's illegal. Uh, Sawyer's dad in the house. Hold on here. Uh, morning, Arnie. We were young chicks with dicks in a freak magazine that no one wanted. Now that's gender, right? And we have these people that are are pretty much sticking it right in the church's eye when it comes to this, this event that happened. Uh, A funeral service for an atheist trans activist, which I'm sure the Catholic Church is opposed to that. All of it, especially the atheist part. But they did it anyway. Why? Because they had to get theirs. When do y'all want to start us to play? When when, when do you want us to get involved? Because we're going to fuck your shit clean up. This is wrong on everything. Don't go to the church then. There are plenty of fucking places in Las Vegas to get married. Get married there. If you want there are plenty of funeral homes that will have your service for you. Why you gotta do it in the church? Because you, you want to show how much of an asshole you are? Okay. All right then when I go to the Castro District and I take a big shit on a rainbow flag, you can't arrest me. You can't arrest me for that. That's not a protected symbol. You can burn the American flag. You can do whatever you want with the American flag under the First Amendment, so I should be able to do the exact same thing with the rainbow flag, right? Well, the answer is wrong. You remember we saw stories uh, that happened last year of people ripping rainbow flags off of restaurants, balconies. And those people were charged with hate crimes. Not vandalism, not theft. They were charged with hate crimes. So why is it not a hate crime to burn an American flag? Anybody want to get me that one? Oh, because it's a symbol of our freedom, Arnie. It shows how free we actually are. Well, it's a symbol of America. Isn't the symbol of gay people the rainbow flag? Well, once again, yes, it is. So where's your consistency and logic? Why are they a protected class? Because if you don't think the people that are in that alphabet mafia are a protected class, y'all need to wake up. Now, this last story I got, I just found it. I I found it right before the show started, and I want to play this for you Um, because I tell you all to vote, and I tell you how voting is important and all that kind of stuff. (sighs) I may have hit my gotcha moment here. I'll share it with you. I saw this video, and I wanted to play it for you.
7: I have
3: no idea what this Chinese lady is saying. Her name is Kelly Wong, which means she can never be white. Miss Wong is not an American citizen. Shocking. She cannot legally vote in this country yet. But she is now one of the main parts of the San Francisco Elections Commission. How did that happen? She's in the Wong on this issue. The Rock can translate Chinese. Imagine if they came for the people in Texas pissing on an OU flag. Civil War. Oh, come on over, OU. We'll, we'll fucking defeat you quick. Once again, when I see stories like this, I really, really want somebody to punch me just for the fact that maybe that will wake me from the coma that I'm in. Because I can't believe this is happening in our country. I really can't. Think of the stories I've done so far this morning. We have people saying that pedophiles are okay. They don't know any better. And that we should accept them. Now we have someone who was a part of the elections commission in the second biggest city in California. Yet this person is not only a citizen, not a citizen, but they can't even vote here. What in the Billy Bob Thornton is going on here? Have I lost my mind? I know the country's lost their mind. We have an old guy that goes on stage and embarrasses America day in and day out. I'm waiting for him to defecate himself. uh, Let me me just say this real quick throw-in thing. I I think Joe soils himself at some point this year. He allegedly pooped his pants when he met the queen, but I think it was just a fart. I think he's going to be on stage, and he's going to piss his pants. Hopefully that will be the first debate. Can you imagine how great that would be? That first debate between Donald Trump and Joe Biden, and Joe Biden wets his pants in front of Donald Trump. You you can just hand Trump the election right there. By the way, that will that will. It was a long-standing thing when uh, Richard Nixon uh, debated against John F. Kennedy Jr. Uh, I'm John F. Uh, Kennedy Jr. I'm from uh, Massachusetts, I like chowder, and my head goes back and to the left. Back and to the left. They had a debate on television, and Richard Nixon's face got beat red. And that was all that people talked about in America for for weeks. And pretty much led to JFK winning that nomination, winning that election. Can you imagine? Absolute gold if that happens. So, yeah, a golden shower that is. Ow. But can you imagine that Donald Trump is given that big a gift? Says, here, take this. I mean, I I, don't even, I I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine how eviscerated Joe Biden would get. He wears diapers. You wouldn't see it, unfortunately. But if you see him with that blank stare where he looks like he's in pain, you know he's shitting himself. He's wearing that Saturday Night Live uh, thing of, oops, I crap my pants. Oops, I crap my pants. Let it be that one day that Joe forgets to wear the Depends. And that whole front leg is wet down. Oh, my God. Oh. I can just see Trump. He pissed himself he pissed himself all the cameras on this he 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 soiled himself <laughs> media would claim trump sprayed him with a squirt gun no oh, shit it was donald trump somehow well you know donald trump so he, he's old too he could soil himself but going back to this why well, i think i'm in a coma there are people that even even if Joe were to piss his pants, yes, V. Coop, they would say that he got squirted with a squirt gun. And then there would people be like, oh, he's just an old man. That's okay. Oh, like, like you've never done that. He would still have his people out there fucking supporting him. And these are the people that are killing America. I don't I, I'm not telling you to support Donald Trump. That's the last thing I would. T- I would never tell anyone who to support and who not to support because that is your God-given right as an American. But I just don't get maybe you can explain it to me why you support Joe Biden. I'd be I'd be more than happy and, and give me real reasons. don't give me lies. He has done nothing for our country for the last four years. Nothing inflation's gone out of control the illegal alien problem that that just that right there is treason enough not to mention the treason he had with his business dealings in the ukraine and all over europe and china not to mention the fact that his son lost a bag of cocaine in the white house and nobody's telling us whose bag of cocaine it was Be so fun watching him try to explain that. Funny but not funny haha, more funny sad. Oh, I'd be laughing my ass off. That'd be funny ha ha for me. Trump should have Jr. follow him around so he could say when Joe Ps, Good God Almighty, he pissed his pants. And then it would cut to commercial and come back like nothing happened, then announce the debate is over. how are we falling uh fallen due for uh like honestly i'm so depressed to when this country is gone and i'm not even 30 yet tell me why you like joe biden and, and you can't say trump they are silent. oh that's the that's the best thing there scott good morning to you scott oh man hold on a second here hello
1: my baby hello my honey
3: hello my right time cow that's awesome i've seen that asked uh, how uh, Tell me what Don, tell me what Joe Biden's done without mentioning Donald Trump. they can't. It's like tell me how transitioning makes you an actual man without mentioning the other sex you can't they, they they're silent. they can't do it because you know, see what they like to do is they like to talk in circles. they talk in circles. And then they'll they'll try to to speak over you when you speak at them. Because at one point you will catch them in their lie. And when you call them on that lie, they'll go back and say, Well, I never said that. Well, I meant it like this. This is what I meant. If you're caught in a lie, you just fucking better admit it. That's all there is to it. If you're caught in a lie with me, because I ain't letting you back down.
1: That's t-shirt on. There's my man. That is something. T-shirt t-shirt yeah, Woo! It's
5: T-Shirt Time! Magarino. good morning! Time. It's T-Shirt Time! Everybody knows it's T-Shirt Time! Oh. So nice. T-shirt Hopefully getting some time. shirts this week. It's T-Shirt Time! Oh my God,
3: shut up now! You shut up. I'm just trying to let everybody know so they put their T-Shirts. Yeah, put your damn T-Shirts on that you got from 4t5printing.com. Go there today and get yourself a T-Shirt like mine. Embrace the hate. Good morning. He says it's Monday, enough said. Amen to that. But tell me, just anybody, anybody who's a Joe Biden, who supports Joe Biden, please tell me why he makes a better president. Why he makes the best choice for president. But you can't mention Donald Trump's name. I'll wait for you. By the way, when you say something that is factually incorrect, let's see. Uh, can make clear kicks me out? My answer to the Biden versus Trump Democrat, that's why Joe Biden. Uh, I don't uh, relate to the Republican side, honestly, not even Democratic side, but more relatable. Okay. Now, that's an explanation. That you can't relate to anything on the Republican side. Okay. Fair enough. That you relate more to the Democratic side, and that's why you'll vote Joe Biden, because that is who you have to vote for. I don't know what you have in common with Joe Biden, but whatever. Um, that reminds me, watching any of the New Jersey Shore family vacations. Oh, yeah, of course we are. We're up to date on Jersey Shore. I think we, we're up to date. We, we watched all the episodes of uh, Smothered. Boy, that show's crazy with the moms and daughters. Best economy ever. Gibby, who are you saying that for? For Biden or for Trump? Because we had the best economy ever under Trump. Our economy now sucks. Just look at inflation. Look at gas prices. Um, but all, all you have to do is ask for, for why. Tell me why Joe Biden is a better president than Donald Trump. Just tell me. I'll wait. Is our border security? I would not think so. Economy? Nope. <sighs> foreign diplomacy. You know what? I you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and, and say real quick foreign diplomacy? I'll put that in the Joe Biden category. Because nobody bends over more than the foreigns than than him. So diplomacy with foreign countries I I I I can almost give that one to him. There's Chuck.
1: I'm Chuck. He's something, isn't
3: he? Uh, morning Arnie and the whole ass family president's day so I slept in a bit. Going to be off all week so I get to watch Arnie. Oh, there you go over at Twitch. Good morning, Chuck. And not much for why Biden is better than Trump. For Biden, obviously, the economy has never been better. Satire. He gave us laughter and joy of making fun of him. That, okay. I mean, I will say this. I will say this. Joe Biden made me doing this show. It made this show so much easier. It made doing this show so easy. Oh, the lampooning of this guy is phenomenal. And see, that's the, I think that's what has me the most mad of anything. Is that, Satire groups and comedians and, and, and shows like Saturday Night Live who used to lampoon the shit out of both sides. I remember when Phil Hartman was playing Bill Clinton and he went jogging and he went to McDonald's and he ended up eating everybody's food. That was funny because they were making fun of Bill Clinton for that. They made fun of Bill Clinton a lot. And then all of a sudden, we got to W. And the lampooning got to be a little harsher, a little meaner, little little knife twisting a little bit. Okay, I can handle that, no problem. He's one of my guys. But, hey, you're right. He was not a very good president, not a real smart guy. But I still like him. But okay. And then we get to Barry. And Saturday Night Live really doesn't make fun of him at all. They, they have a couple skits here and there. But it's always making fun of Jason Sudeikis, who was at the time Joe Biden, who was a better Joe Biden than whoever they got to play Joe Biden. And then the four years of Trump happened. And man, oh man, every single week you could count on Alec Baldwin being there, twisting that knife deeper and deeper each time. I will always choose Democrat over Republican just like Satan over Jesus. (laughs) What I'm offended at is that Joe Biden has done so many more funny things that I think could be lampooned. They used to make fun of Gerald Ford for falling down. They made fun of Jimmy Carter for being a peanut farmer. But Joe Biden, kids' gloves. We can't wait. We don't want to touch him. And it's because they allowed their politics to infiltrate their true comedy. And that's sad. Did George W. ever say he talked to dead people? No, no, he did not do that. Not to the best of my knowledge, but I think that his library is having like free days this week. Like, it's 25 bucks to get in that motherfucker's library. First of all, I ain't going to pay to go to no damn library. It's over off the campus at SMU. I think, it might have been last week it was free. I still ain't paying to get in there. Uh, Say hi to Jesse Jamie and specialist Justin McGann. They are probably listening. uh, As he's driving Justin back to Fort Knox this morning, some lady hit his car and he had to, uh, it's in the shop. The dumbass was going to drive his motorcycle four and a half hours back to base this morning until Mama said, hell no, you ain't. 34 degrees here, so they dropped off his rental car, loaded his bike on the trailer, and are heading south. Well, hey, safe travels there, Jesse, Jamie, and Specialist McGann. Thank you for your service. All right, phone number, 775-357-FANS, ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. If you want to email me there, uh, you can always write me on the Mixler board. Boy, oh, boy, the stupidity continues next.
8: Back a few months ago, I was headlining at a great big nightclub and he put me up a couple of days early, I came in a couple of days early, and they put me up at what they call the Star Suite. Now here I am, headliner in one of the biggest nightclubs in the country, and I wake up at eight o'clock in the morning in this Star Suite all by myself. Yeah, that's what I said, all. But I did what I've always done, man, to cheer myself up. I picked up my guitar, I sat down, and wrote me a little song. Now this is how it feels to be alone at the top of the hill trying to figure out why. Oh, Lord, it's hard to be humble When you're perfect in every way I can't wait to look in the mirror Cause I get better looking each day. To know me is to love. I must be a hell of a man. Oh Lord, it's hard to be humble. But I'm doing the best that I can. I used to have a girlfriend. But I guess she just couldn't compete With all of these love-starved women Who keep clamoring at my feet Well, I probably could find me another But I guess they're all in awe of me Who cares? i never get lonesome Cause I treasure my own company Oh, Lord, it's hard to be humble, you're perfect in every way Can't wait to look in the mirror, can't wait to look in the mirror Help me out now, come on I get better looking each day, to know me is to what? To know me is to love me, must be a hell of a man I must be hell of a man Oh, Lord, it's hard Lord, it's hard to be humble When you're doing what? We're doing the best that we can I guess you could say I'm a loner A cowboy outlaw, nothing proud Well, I could have lots of friends if I wanted But then I wouldn't stand out from the crowd. Some folks say that I'm egotistical. Hell, I don't even know what that means. I guess it has something to do with the way that I fill out my skin-tight blue jeans.
3: Oh, come on, where's all the kickers in here?
8: Oh, Lord, it's hard perfect in every way you're perfect in every way can't wait to look in the mirror i can't wait to look in the mirror because i get better looking i get better looking each day to know me is to what to know me is to love me must be a hell of a man must be a hell of a man oh lord it's hard lord it's hard to be humble what are we doing One more time. What are we doing? We're doing the best that we can. Give
4: yourself a hand. (laughs)
3: Decided to join us, Mr. J in the house. Good morning. Good morning to you. There's Hot Mama as well. Good Monday to y'all. Hope y'all are doing well. Uh, You missed the first hour and uh, 38 minutes of the show. Missed a lot, that's okay. It'll be up at the new and improved ArnieRadio.com. Pretty much as soon as this show is over. Uh, Chuck says Sacramento will be no stranger to the rain. You might have uh, mentioned it earlier. It missed it, but flood watch until Wednesday, and severe thunderstorms with the possibility of tornadoes today. Ooh, a tornado in Sacramento! See where that rates on the uh, Fujinara, uh, Fujikara scale, or whatever it's called. Now, Kayla's Chuck says this country music's almost as good. As that new Beyonce song. Oh, oh, oh it's almost as good as Yee-haw! That's garbage. I, I'm sorry, I, I don't play garbage on my show. Unless it's the actual band with Shirley Manson as garbage. Whitewash! <laughs>
6: happy monday
3: everyone i'm uh late still on that east coast time no problem uh keyless that was our uh, forecast yesterday but it ended up being a nice sunny day for most of us i was out working in my garden it'll probably be f f-zero most likely now i know that I, I i i speak in hyperbole a lot on this show when i say this is the dumbest thing i've ever seen or these are the stupidest people in here well I want you to throw everything that I've said that way out the window. Out the window. Because today I have it. This is by far the stupidest thing that has ever been written or has ever been said. I know, I know, I say that a lot. Students at an English class were told that their love of reading and writing is nothing more than good old white supremacy. Reading is racist. Now, God damn it, where was this when I was a kid? I would have never had to go into English class. As a part of the Black Lives Matter at School Week, world literature and composition students at Lincoln High School were given a handout with definitions of the nine characteristics of white supremacy according to the father of a student. No, 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 no. This isn't from an esteemed doctor. This isn't from a group of a a think tank of, of what makes white supremacy. It's the daddy of a kid. The high schoolers were told that worship of the written word is white supremacy because it is an erasure of the wide range of ways we communicate with each other. By this definition, the very subject of world literature and composition is racist. It also chides the idea that we hypervalue written composition because it's a form of honoring only what is written and even then only what is written to a narrow standard full of misinformation and lies. (laughs) Ralphie says reading is racist. Yeah. Yeah. LeVar Burton is a racist. Uh, Literacy and the ability to read is racist. Not going there. Not going there. The reading rainbow was all white. Now, if what they're saying is that the written word is looked at so much more prominently than other forms of... Yes, because it's written, we can see it. It's tangible. It's proof. When somebody says something... We hopefully can get the quote, but if they say it, yeah, yeah, this is dumb. Then we got to get rid of contracts because those are written. Well, my boss said he'd pay me $58 million a year. No, we don't have that written anywhere, but you owe me $58 million. If not, you're racist. And by the way, how is this racist? Nobody's told me yet how this is racist. Has link. Neuroscience links reading and writing to processing and learning. No, it, it, it's linked to racism. Worksheets that were handed out labeled objectivity, individualism, and perfectionism as white supremacy. Individualism is white supremacy. Arnie, your NDA doesn't need to be adhered since it's racist. Amen to that. If students deny their own racism or that any of the nine characteristics are uh, legitimately racist, it's also racist. Denialism is only being overly defensive is a racist example of entitlement. Everything is racist. This desk is racist. And see, we can say that because, well, we don't have any proof of what, what, what he's defining as racism. Let's see what this says. Um, okay, nine characteristics of white supremacy. You know, hopefully I can. Share, hopefully this comes through for you, and you can see this on your thing. We'll read through these real fast. Uh, blank. Oh, oh, it's a worksheet, and you have to figure it all out. Okay, blank. One right way, objectivity. Uh, I I don't know uh, the definitions. Uh, blank individualism blight blank right to confirm, blank perfectionism, denial and defensiveness, patri- uh, paternism and power hoarding, blank fear, blank either or the other binary, blank worship of the written word. The definitions, the belief that there is only one right way to do things, connected to the belief of an objective perfect that is both attainable and descri- desirable for everyone. Not, wait, 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 wait. Not everything is desirable for everyone. So what you're saying now is everything has to be desirable for everyone? Reduce the uh, complexity of life and nuance of our relationship with each other. And all living things, yes, no, right, wrong ways of being. White supremacy's culture, number one strategy is to make us afraid. When we are afraid, we lose touch with our power and become more easily manipulated by the promise of safety. I'm not even going to read any more of this. This is so stupid. Like literally, this this is retarded. Literally, I, I, seriously, this is the most retarded thing I've ever heard in my entire life. No, I, I I'm I'm not being I'm not being over dramatic there. I mean. <laughs> Trucker James. I was so
2: full of testosterone,
9: I actually killed a coyote.
3: Says, fuck, I forgot it was Monday. I'm late. Good morning, ass family. It's okay. Maybe if they're taught jive, they'll understand. Everything is racist now. It's so bad these days, there are tons of black, uh, Hispanic, white supremacists running around. Just ask the news. Yeah. There's nothing like seeing a, a black, white supremacist. Reading is racist. It was never ever defined to how reading was racist because it's the written word, and we're supposed to not read that. Uh, this probably is being put out by somebody who fucking can't read. I'm, I'm, I'm not even vexed. I, I'm, I'm shocked. I'm shocked that this could make it. To, to A, be even talked about, and B, be talked about in a high school. So we want to get rid of let, – let, 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 let's get to the end goal. Well, the end goal is to erase racism, right? That, that's, the, that's the big number one goal. But to end racism, we have to stop reading. Okay. All right, no, no problem there. So we stop teaching kids how to read. We can no longer drive because nobody will see what a stop sign is then. But I, I mean, it, it, it just goes hand in hand. My favorite one, math and the SATs are racist. Yes, I love the fact that math can be racist somehow. By the way, it's racist towards damn Asian people. You put me in a fucking math contest against Mage, I bet he smokes me. You put me and Mage in a contest to get something off the top shelf, I bet you I smoke him. That's a whole different thing, though. But say I'm being racist there. Never forget that racist author, Alex Dumas. Yes. Oh, I I just I I don't understand. By the way, didn't Alex Alex Dumas, the only reason why I know this is because it was in Django. It's not because I'm smart. He wrote The Three Musketeers because one of the slaves names was D'Artagnan. And The Three Musketeers was written by a black author. That was the the gotcha moment there in Django. I love this gotcha moment when you, Anthony, uh, anth- uh, Anthony Johnson, it was Antonio, the first legal slave owner in America, y'all ready for this, y'all ready for this, the first legal slave owner in America was black. <laughs> True story, look it up. I remember back in 07 when racism was dead. Then in 08, something happened weird. I like to look at it. I I, I see it a a little that way, right? Here's where I see it. Racism has never left America. And by the way, racism will never leave America. And you can hate that sentiment all you want. And, And I don't like saying it. It's not one of my favorite things to say. But do you? Did we really ever get rid of racism in America? The answer is no, of course not. We hid it, we put it behind pillows, we said they're there. Oh, it's not that bad. And then it came out in full effect. And I'll I'll say this right now. I was wrong about something in 2008. I full-on fall on the sword for it. Personally, I didn't think that there was a chance that America would uh, elect Barack Obama because I believed that America was still a racist place. And by the way, we've proven that we are. Maybe not more so than ever since we don't have people actually enslaved, even though we do have people that are slaves in this country. Sexual slaves, if you will. Slavery, nonetheless. But as far as the racist topic goes, it's never gone. It's never gone because for it to be gone, then we wouldn't have to hear about things like the Dukes of Hazard. I bring up the Dukes of Hazard because it's a, it, it's a great anomaly or, or, or asterisk to put in the story. We all watched it as kids 40 years ago, 50 years ago, 40, well maybe 50, I don't know. almost 50 years ago. Great TV show about two brother, two cousins who live with their uncle who are convicted of moonshining so they couldn't have guns, so they shoot bows and arrows. They have a super hot cousin that, well, they're, they're both fucking tagging. We know it, they're in the South. There's a dirty ass mechanic in town named Cooter, and the town is run by an evil little fat white man and his crooked sheriff. The show falls around these, and if you don't know what Dukes of Hazard are, you're fucking crazy. But it came to a head when the movie was made, and the movie was made thirty years after the the TV show. The movie was okay. I wouldn't I'm not gonna say it was horrible, but I'm not gonna say it was great. But there's a scene where they're driving around the General Lee in Atlanta, and on the General Lee, there is a Confederate flag. Because it's named the General Lee. You know, the guy who led the Southern Army. And people want to point out oh my God, that's racist. They, they don't say anything racist in the show. They don't make any racial epitaphs in the show. But having that flag alone makes that show racist. That was in the 90s or 2000s. So you want to tell me that racism went someplace? Never went anywhere. Never 100%, Arnie. But let's take a look back just 60 years ago. Our generation killed racism. Now the KKK party is back at it. Yes, yes, they are. Had a nice big rally. Uh, I don't know if it was the Klan, uh, but they had a big rally in Nashville over the weekend. Plenty of swastikas up and abound. It seems like the swastika is the new N symbol again. I mean, since we we all hate Palestine, or we all we, we all all in love with Palestine, right? Wrong. Glad I listen to audiobooks. The perfect loophole for white supremacy is by taking the written word and changing it to the spoken word. Uh, he owned slaves but wasn't racist because he didn't read. What we do, uh, we got here a couple of white boys playing black. Shit was gold. Uh, th- this is... You know, and there are people that are running with this. Let's take a look back. You know, let, 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 let's 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 I'm, I'm going off script here because I need to go off script here. And it was around 2008 that this started to happen. We started to see a lot more of this, mainly because we had even more news channels. We had more cameras out everywhere. And now everybody has cell phone. cams. We saw how police treat people that are breaking the law. How the Dukes of, of Hazard races, they had Charlie Pride at the boar's nest. Exactly. We had a couple shootings that happened in America. First one was, we, we can start this all the way back with George Zimmerman down in Florida. Who was that Trayvon Martin kid in the hoodie? Who was walking around a neighborhood. And George Zimmerman, who was who wanted to be a cop more than anything, but he didn't pass any of the tests, physical or mental tests, so he was ahead of the neighborhood watch. And he decided that he was going to follow around this young man. This young man didn't want to be followed around because his father lived in the neighborhood, but of course Mr. Zimmerman didn't know that. Well, Mr. Zimmerman kept poking and poking and poking, and this young man turned and beat the hell out of him. Now, in the process of beating the hell out of Mr. Zimmerman, Mr. Zimmerman brandished a handgun and shot the young man, killing him. And he used Florida's stand uh, 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 stand your ground law and was let go on. I believe he was let go due to the fact that they should have charged him with manslaughter rather than murder. And I think they would have gotten a conviction because that law is in place. Then we have the story about a young man who who strong-arm robbed a convenience store in St. Louis, Missouri. And at that time, St. Louis was probably the murder capital of America. And a young man, strong-arms, robs this place for some Swisher Sweets so he could roll some doobies, roll some blunts, if you will. And he and his compadre were walking down the street, and by walking down the street, I mean walking down the middle of the street. And a police car tried to pass him, and he pretty much motherfucked the guy up and down until the car tried to go around him and then got the description of the assailant who did this strong-arm robbery, and lo and behold, it happened to be that young man. It was Michael Brown? Is that, is that correct? And the police officer tried to get him to come over to the car in which Mr. Brown attacked the police officer and tried to get his gun. By the way, we know this due to the fact of the, the shots that were fired, including hitting people in the hands and things like that because he was going for the cop's gun. Cop gunned the gun out, shot and killed him, and left him in the middle of the street. Now, they had to leave him in the middle of street. Why? So they can do crime scene, all this kind of stuff. And it happened to sit out there for quite some time. Well, that's because the crime lab people were quite busy that day. And these mothers of these two, and I believe there was another story, but I don't remember exactly what it was. was another black person that was shot by the police. Now, once again, we're seeing this more because there are more cameras everywhere. People didn't get afraid in this country before. Like we are now. We're a bunch of scaredy cats now. And I'm talking to you, new parents out there. There was a story about 10, 15 years ago that a mom was arrested and her kids were put into child protective services because she allowed her six and eight year olds to play in a park that was four blocks away from their house. And I'm not talking full city blocks, I'm talking about four blocks, like in a neighborhood down the way. The mom was arrested on child endangerment because she allowed her kids to play at the park. Why? Well, kidnappings are through the roof. Now, if you look through the numbers, if you do some research and you do some thinking, most kidnappings, especially at that time, were done in family. Now, as long as she doesn't have any disgruntled family members playing down at the park, her kids are probably going to be safe. It was like 98% of all kidnappings we're done inside the family. Uh, I have a Vietnam vet that sent me a pic of his fifty-year-old tattoo, wanted it on a shirt, uh, it has a Confederate flag on it. His uh, dozer. I Google Confederate flag, get the image and copy. Read the Wikipedia page on it. Hilarious. I don't teach history anymore; they rewrite it. Oh, amen, because that's not actually the Confederate flag. The stars and bars were a regiment flag. Joe Manchin won't be running for president as independent. In response to the announcement, everyone said, who? So these mothers got together, and they, they started this group, Black Lives Matter. And it was the first time that we ever saw a sitting president talk on an actual open investigation. And that was a Michael Brown kid out of St. Louis. And you remember what happened? Oh, man, people were looting that convenience store. They were going crazy in the street. The National Guard had to be called in. And these moms started this movement called Black Lives Matter. And from that moment on, we've lost our brains. Because if we're asked anything else, if we say all lives matter, that's racist. Texans seem to be the only people that know actual American history these days. There are a lot of people that know it, and they don't want to tell you the truth, Rhino. Our history our history is, is exceptional, it's vast, and there's horrible shit in our history. We owned other human beings. That's horrible shit. But the thing about history is, is that you can't do anything about it. You can get your big rubber eraser out and try to take down these statues of Confederate leaders. Guess what? They were still leaders, and it still happened. And I think it's abjectly stupid that we take down statues of these people. Like it or not, you you, you can't. These people were fighting for their country. And you can hate me for saying it. Well, they were opposed to the country. They were opposed to the exact same thing that we were opposed to in 1776. Of representation without, or taxation without representation. They were mad at that. Now, today's modern historian will tell you the entire Civil War was fought over slavery. And to that modern historian, I want to punch you right in the fucking ballsack
2: Because you're stupid. Mage, what's up, bud? Hey, man, I got a story about my son's school and this history uh, lesson you're giving us today. All right. So uh, last Thursday, um, we were at the school for Delta because he's going to be in high school soon, and he has to pick his classes. Okay. And they, <clears throat> I was sitting there, and Anthony was, or Delta, my son, he was talking about how he loves history. And then the, the counselor asked me what... Uh, what I think about Black History Month, and I said uh, it's stupid. <laughs> not, probably
3: not the best answer to give, but go ahead. And she asked, uh, "Correct,
2: goes, but no, you she, probably shouldn't goes, have said it." She goes, "Why are are you racist?" And I was like, "No, only white people are racist. Um, <laughs> black History shouldn't be one month; it should be all year." Because it's American history, right? And we should learn about this stuff all year long. Mm-hmm. And if you're bemoaning the fact that Black people had it rough, why did we give them the shortest month of the year?
3: Exactly. Exactly. That's my favorite point about Black History <laughs>
2: Month. It's the shortest month of the year. Here you go. Enjoy. And and then she was just shocked that she couldn't say anything until Delta comes over and changes the subject because he's embarrassed
3: as fuck. Good for you. Good for you to put that fucking quote-unquote history teacher in their place. Look, it, it, it's like, this is why I like Morgan Freeman so much. He says the easiest way to get get rid of racism is stop describing people. Say that Morgan Freeman is an actor, because that's what he is. He's an actor. He's not a black actor. He's an actor. The end.
2: You well, know, actually, it, that's where I got that comment from, yeah. Tim.
3: Yeah, oh, he's he's a genius on this point. I mean, he is a liberal fuck, but he's smart as hell when it comes to this, and it's like, I I, I don't understand how this happens, but
2: yeah, you know what, Mage, you did good, yeah, but, my friend. Uh, the the face the lady made when I said only white people are racist, and she's white and her name is actually Karen.
3: Oh, that's fucking awesome. Good for you. <laughs> she might she probably right, she thanks, might man. quit. All right, have a good day, Mage. Oh. Uh, Ralphie says, I would have high-fived you. Love it Mage. Show that yellow privilege in her face. Look. And like it or not, no matter what. And we're seeing it happen. And this is awesome. And you need to pay attention to this. You need to pay close, close attention to this. Because it's delicious, delicious watching this happen. Racism has always happened, whether it's based on the color of your skin or where you're from. Let's remember how the Irish were treated when they first came to America. Piss poor. Mexicans are not treated that great in this country. Asians, same thing. All this. Now, what happens is is that once a group has been here and they've been established and now they're Americans, the newest group coming in has all that fucking racism to look forward to coming from the group that was just held down. It happens It happens everywhere. It happens to every culture. Watch it. And it's going to happen with this 14 to 16 million people that are here illegally. They will be held down. They will not be given jobs, mainly because they're not citizens and they should be out of our country, but that's a whole other story. We're going to watch the people of America, and we've seen it. We've seen it happen in liberal Chicago. I watched a part of a news conference. It was on the news because, once again, I love to party. It was a town hall meeting, and it was the south side of Chicago because the meeting was quite dark, if you know what I mean. And this old black woman gets up there and says, we ain't no sanctuary city, we're Chicago. They don't want them. Now, that will be deemed racist, but we can't say it's racist because it was a black woman that said that. It's it's delicious to watch because they they want to they want to come out and call that old woman racist, but man, they can't because here's a seventy year old woman in Chicago. Yeah, we can't call her racist, Ken Dog.
2: There is no just Ken.
3: We were so close as a country to never seeing race again, and then we got a half black president and ruined everything. Uh, I have a question for the teachers, Ralphie, Chucky, whoever. What do you think about uh, school choice, good or bad? Why? I I don't even know what school choice is. You can pick your schools. I mean, answering on the the non-teacher side of it, if you can pick your schools, then what happens to schools that don't get picked? Do they get shut down? And how many do we allow to go to the school? And then if we don't allow somebody to go to that school because that's their first pick, is that racist? I mean, because once again, we found out today that reading is racist, so that means everything is racist. Uh, Let's see. We'll save that one. Save that one. Do these here. Uh, Okay. Uh, Speaking about illegal immigrants because you know how much I love speaking on this topic. And, uh, of course, it happened here in the great state of Texas. Uh, This is the story about Rogelio Ortiz. He's 50 years old. Last week, he was arrested by the Midland Police Department and charged with hit-and-run accident causing the death for allegedly striking a boy with a black truck on the afternoon of February the 8th. The boy, whose name was Alex, died from his injuries the following day after being admitted to the hospital. Oh, by the way, did not I, I not mention something here? I, I'm sorry. I, I apologize. Um, Mr. Mr. Ortiz here, the 50-year-old, He's been deported five different times. Oh, and by the way, he was drunk.
2: Allegedly.
3: He was on an immigration detainer and was deported at least five separate times. the ants trying to raise money for this kid that was killed for his for this um, Troy Nells a Republican out of Texas says how many more Americans have to die before Joe Biden secures the border um I, I, and people were upset that he pinned that out there, but that, that's a legit question. So how many more of these kind of deaths do we have to have? How many people have been in car accidents with people that are here illegally and they don't have a driver's license, let alone car insurance? What happens to you? You're shit out of luck. That's what happens to you. Your insurance premiums go through the roof if they even keep you. And now you're out of car. Why? Because somebody was here illegally. Uh, Illegals killing Americans, act of war. I think we need to get rid of all the different offices of education and superintendents. We waste a lot of money on additional salaries when we could streamline the system and get the money to the kids' education. It's one thing I've never understood, Ralphie. And even as a kid, I liked to party because I watched the news with my grandma. And uh, I remember the, the they used to, they, they would talk about, you know, whenever school districts get money and all this influx and all that kind of stuff. And this is back in the 80s, 70s, 80s. And I remember the the they, they would show on the news all the time this uh, embattled, if you will, uh, superintendent of the Dallas Independent School District. I forget what his name was. He was a white dude. But he had $1,000 suits, and he drove a Mercedes. And then a few years ago, I remember seeing in Washoe Valley in in Nevada, who at that time had the third-worst schools in all of America behind Mississippi and, I want to say, Louisiana. And their superintendent got like a $300,000 raise. My question is this. Hey, hey, new printer head for my new machine. It was supposed to be here on Saturday. Just showed up. Only two days late. Still waiting on my print head for the old machine. 98 days in counting. Not so bad. Uh, they even refunded me my 141 shipping. Sweet. Got to get them shirts done. Let's go. Still got to shut down to get busy installing so I can get back to printing. Damn it. Love y'all. Have a blessed day. Good. Uh, already two years ago on February 5th, my wife's uncle was killed by a drunk driver who was 20 and illegally here her uncle, and four others passed away. Once again, I ask, when are we going to say enough? When are we going to say enough? I mean, the stories are endless. We can go on about these stories about the illegals that come over here, what was in the Bay Area that raped and killed a girl, had been deported seven different times. Enough. This is maddening. Fortunately, many more. I was hit back in the day, late 90s, by an illegal with no license, no insurance. Police said there's not much that would happen, though. No, they can't do anything. They ain't going to find the person. And we're bad because we don't want this to happen here. Well, then didn't, didn't color me bad. You want to you break out your racist crayons because, once again, everything is racist, including crayons, except the black and brown ones, of course. Color me is bad. I'm a bad person. Uh, you you want to call me? It, here's the thing. I know I'm not a racist. I've never held anyone down based on the color of their skin. I tell jokes because they're funny. Stereotypical jokes that I get are funny. I'm sorry, they just are. I have a joke that I'm, I'm going to put up online that V. Coop sent me uh, over the weekend. Um, and, and it's probably going to get taken down, but that's okay. It's about sharks, it's fantastic. Uh, taking it one day at a time, Saturday, also my dad's seven year anniversary from passing, and Sunday, seven years sober. Lots of ups and downs, but I'll be okay. Stackar, you know I'm only a text away, my friend. And Stackar, you've had a tumultuous 2024 so far, and you know you got the ass family supporting you, brother. Oh, they had uh, they had the guy's car was fucked up and had truck just lit damage to the bumper. Cop said he was probably a farm worker. and Insurance might try to find the true owner, but again, not much would happen. Yes, that won't get taken down. Well, okay, I'll put it up there then. The joke is this Why are people like sharks? The great ones are all white. That's pretty damn funny. Now, is that a racist joke? Sure, you can say it's racist. I think it's a funny joke. But then again, my sense of humor is one that, that was born in the 70s, cultured in the late 70s and 80s and 90s with some of the greatest comedians that ever walked the face of the earth. And a generation that was raised on watching South Park and Family Guy is now offended by everything. Y'all are all a bunch of fucking pussies. Uh, You see these idiots in the security just standing there? Oh, where are we at here? Let's see, what's this? Go to link. We
4: are determined to foment a rebellion. It will not
3: be held to laws in which we have no voice or representation. This country is founded on... Okay, so you got two assholes who are at the Rotunda of the National Archives who poured red powder all over the, the glass of the Constitution. And they're making their little statement here. First of all, how are these not insurrectionists? Secondly... Why are they not being taken down? By the way, do this in front of me. You got a couple of gal security guards there that are probably told you can't do anything. Well, I'm a private citizen. I can do something. And these two guys, let let, let me tell you. Dude, I skull crush more than these guys fucking way. Oh, I just... Let's listen to these fags talk. The conditions
4: that all men are created for, pretty equally, and they don't even know really it. The rights of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. We're calling for all people to have all these rights, not just wealthy white men.
3: We all. all those people do have those rights, dummy. Deserve clean air, water, food, and a livable climate. Yeah. Right now, our children. I would push the damn security guards out the way, and I'd fucking give one of them kids a stunner. Kick him right in the gut and drop him on that stack of dimes he calls a neck. Oh, I'm not going to start making fun of him. No, mm mm-mm. No, uh, this is when the beating starts. You see me? Uh, Let's say that I'm at the Capitol Rotunda for some reason. So, first of all, I'm pissed off because I'm up and walking. Secondly... Now y'all are fucking with it, and y'all are fucking with, and obviously I'm at the National Rotunda because it's important to bratty kid or whoever we're with that we go there. So now you're ruining their time? Well, guess what? Because I'm going to have to hear about it from those people, I'm going to get my fucking pound of flesh right away. And literally, I will take a pound of flesh from you. Probably sucks his toes at bedtime. He's so eloquent. What an orator. I would start to beat music up. Oh, I'm, I'm fucking packing a can of stuff, putting it in a dip, and it's fucking on. I might, I, I might do the old left, left, left. Then do the old circle hands and do the elbow. One of these kids is going to get a stunner. The other one's going to get the bionic elbow. And if they fuck around, I'll give them the iron claw. And if they really fuck around, I'll give them the DDT right there on the hard rotunda floor. That pound of flesh will not be silenced at abs. It'd be quite gamey. These are people who think their feelings make them more entitled than you hypocrites. They probably listen to Adele. God damn it, to hell they don't. Oh, I call it the Braun Breaker Spear. Hello? His is better.
7: It's me. Jesus. I was wondering if
3: after all these years you'd like to meet. Jesus. This next story goes so great with these climate idiots. A warehouse storing 900 tons of lithium, lithium batteries, waiting to be recycled, went up in flames. (laughs) The fire in France, ha-ha, wee wee! it smelled like cigarettes and crepes, occurred at a storehouse in the town of vives in elon where residents were told to stay indoors by authorities. Is it because of that gigantic plume of black smoke? fire in France has once again raised questions about the use and safety concerning these batteries. Now look, I've talked to firefighters. I, I know firefighters and these lithium batteries when they're in cars and a fire starts the police the, the fire department doesn't have enough water to put it out because it burns so hot. They have to let them burn out. Sometimes I don't know I don't know what the average time is. But you're going to sit in traffic all afternoon while the fire department waits for that. Ba- and, and I I ain't, I ain't questioning the fire department here. Because I want them to be the safest of everybody. But I'll tell you this right now. They let that thing burn out. You're going to sit there for an hour or two. Love your French pronunciations. Yes, well, I, 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 I've been known to speak a little French here and there. Oui, oui. A Poo-Poo, would you like a cigarette? Look, y'all motherfuckers want to use these eco-batteries. You go ahead. But stop trying to make it the fucking thing. Stop trying to make it. I, I don't see a lot of gas stations just exploding. I just don't. man if, if gas stations started blowing up like on a daily basis then i could i could go well we might need to look at something other than petroleum i mean it, think about this the, the reason why i don't fly, i i don't i don't travel on amtrak is because they fucking they jump off the rails at least twice a week i don't like that so see i don't do that i don't hear about plane crashes happening every 2 days so i'd rather fly on a plane have to ask Tommy if it's possible to bring a big tank of water and crane and just dunk the damn thing. Well, that's not cost effective because I think we've talked about that. Uh, lithium reacts violently with water. A coworker of mine has an EV. He can't change it uh, at work because even though I can't charge it at work because even though the government pushed for EVs, they won't let you charge it at work because it's stealing from the government. Libtard logic. Yeah. Oh yeah. I. I mean, I this idea, and I saw a news story last week here in Dallas that they're building one of these charging stations and it has like, you know, it has like 50 different like chargers that you can go to. How's that? You're charging with electricity. How, how's this better? I don't understand. Tommy said some agencies have big tankers with cranes on it. They pull up and seen the car, put it in their side of their truck full of water. Okay. tow a diesel generator with you. Alright, last break coming up next. 75-357 fans, Arnie Radio One at gmail.com. Hit me up on Mixler. Happy Monday, everybody. Uh
4: Like.
1: Alright, fans or easy. easy Hi,
3: Everybody seemed to like the Megadeth break there. Uh, let's see. I want to get into a bar fight. All right. Good, good, good. Chuck says uh, uh, oh, Reddit has a couple of old Arnie videos posted. Apparently, Arnie can speak Hawaiian as well. I got to tell you, that was one of my all-time favorite breaks. So funny. And, by the way, did you notice T-shirt time had, had Mr. Rogers T-shirt on? Uh, But yeah, that that video, and by the way, that was all off the cuff. All off the cuff. Oh, man. Crazy, crazy. But yeah, it's up there. I mean, you go on YouTube and you search that. We had had some really funny stuff up there. So uh, thank you, Chuck. I I just watched it. That was pretty funny stuff. Um, Real quick. Well, update. Yeah, I had to get the rest of the. I I thought I got all the biscuits out of me. Guess I didn't. Had to make a return trip to the can there. Uh, I noticed the shirt not as good as quality as the 4T5 printing ones. Oh, of course not. I I mean honestly, like I I was I was nervous that somebody was going to look at me and say, "Nice shirt, quick Oh, because I didn't get it from 4T5 printing. But now I get all my shirts from 4T5 printing, so I'm all good. Now. So, I'm, I'm okay. I, I threw up again. I'm all right. Got some Dr. Pepper. I'll be okay. Um, came back in here. Bubba, of course, didn't move. Bubba, my 191-pound 190, French Mastiff. Okay. So, he, he's a big boy. I got to tell you, one of my new favorite things to watch is watching Bubba interact with Juliet, the new Corgi in the house. Haven't had a lot of updates on, on her as, as she, her training continues. Brady Kid's doing a great job with her. And this little dog is so fun to watch because this dog is like speedy exhaust. I mean, it just runs and, and, and I mean, it takes off like a shot. And all this little dog wants to do, and she weighs what, seven pounds? So Bubba's got her by about 184 pounds. And all she wants to do is play with him. That's all she wants to do. When 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 we we're those bad people that allow our dogs on the couch. I know we're terrible, um, but that's that that's Bubba's safety net. And whenever Bubba comes down off the couch, I have to start watching him because I don't think he's going to eat her. I at least I hope he doesn't. But he, he growls, and he barks, and he moves his mouth like a, like a grumpy old man. Bubba's the, the, the youngest grumpy old man I've ever met. I've done a great job training him because he's like, just leave me the fuck alone. Now, every once in a while, I, I'll catch Bubba smelling her, trying to figure out what she is. And then, of course, Juliet figures out, oh, wait, he's paying attention to me. I need to nip him on his tail, which he doesn't care for. But it is fucking hilarious to watch. So there you go. Thank you for posting the new pictures, Brady Kid. My wife loves the pics of Juliet. Hey, what about Bubba? I mean, Bubba's a handsome dog. Come on now. Bubba, Chuck doesn't mean that. Chuck's wife doesn't mean that either. Hopefully Bubba's fixed. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she, Bubba's been fixed for a long time. But there's no way I wanted that gene pool continuing. Oh, all right. You know what? I just let, let's get to this story here because I've seen a couple of these, and we we got to discuss this. We've talked about this a little bit on the show here and there, on and off every once in a while. A barista sparks fierce debate after slamming customer who tipped only 50 cents on a 20-ounce or a 20-drink order. Do you think that they should have given more? Oh, so you know what? I'm enjoying seeing Bubba looking like a log right behind you. Yeah, oh, yeah that's what he is. Um, All right, let's talk about this. Let's talk about tipping, shall we? we we've talked about it and talked about it and talked about it. It's time we, we, we come to a head on this and, and figure shit out. Because I saw a video last week, and it bothered me. It vexed me. It was quite vexing. Pizza delivery driver shows up and says, well, you ain't getting your pizzas unless I get a tip. Okay, so full disclosure. Growing up, we only had, see, you kids now, you people now, you can have whatever you want delivered to you, and I say, up yours because we didn't have that as kids. We had we had Dominos and maybe a couple other pizza places that would deliver. But we couldn't get Arby's delivered to the house. We couldn't get, you know, Chick-fil-A or Hooters delivered to the house. Now you can. Okay, cuz the world's simple. Hey, everybody wants everything delivered. Everybody wants everything simple. Okay. But back in the day, Dominos used to offer free delivery. They would offer you free delivery, and if it wasn't there in 30 minutes, it was free. Now, we we never ever got a free pizza because they were always on top of things here. And we tried, we tried to order them from like far away ones, and they're like, no, the closest one's a lot closer, good try. Now, when they would deliver the pizza, you give them a tip. Why? Because it was free delivery. And they're delivering it to your house. It's a convenience to you. Now, I don't remember what we would tip, like a buck or two. But back then, gas wasn't, you know, $58 a gallon. You give them a $5 tip, you could get at least five gallons of gas with that. Then we started getting into this thing where they're going to start charging you for delivery. Now, this is where I have my bugaboo. My bugaboo is this. If I order food from a restaurant, and that restaurant says we will deliver it to you, but we're going to charge you for that delivery, why do I have to tip? Because it's still convenience to me? You're charging me, though, for that convenience. You see, the tip used to be for the convenience of it. But now this is a service that you're offering. It's like I I wouldn't tip if you put pepperoni on my pizza if I ordered a pepperoni pizza. So now Starbucks and pretty much every place under the sun now has these swipe readers, and it will ask you for a tip on there. And it usually starts you out between 18 and 20%, which I think is ludicrous. But they do that. Because they think people still think it's 15% or they don't have the skills to do quick math. Um, My tip for him is get a grown-up job. I lived in an apartment. The only access was an elevator. I'd watch for the pizza man and pull up, and I'd hold the elevator until 30 minutes was passed. (laughs) He couldn't get up. Nice. Um, Here's a tip. Don't fart in a spacesuit. Yeah. My tip for delivery is don't be on the slow horses. Uh, I go Dr. Evil. How about new? Now, when you go to restaurants, I I am not an anti-tipping guy, okay? I understand that a lot of these restaurants, the servers make like $2 an hour, and they live on tips, and I can respect that. And if you do a good job, if you do your job and you're adequate at your job, you don't go above, you don't go beyond, I don't get one refill. You come over that one time, how's everything? Okay, great, and then you come over for the bill and that's it. Standard 15%. Standard. Now, if you're a server who does really well and and you go out of your way to make sure that the, the the bread basket is always full. Or the drinks are refilled at the table in a timely manner. And, I, and I'm not talking about, you know, 15, 20 drinks. I'm talking like three or four people having drinks. And you come over there maybe once, maybe twice. And you make sure that this experience is a good experience for those people. That's when you get bumped up. I have no problem with that. If you're going to go above and beyond, then then I will tip you above and beyond. But the opposite is true as well. If you are dog shit at your job, you get my order wrong. Nine times out of ten, I ain't sending it back. You get my order wrong. No refills. Bread's empty. Well, the tip has been cut from fifteen percent, and depending on your attitude, it's how much I've cut it. Do I cut it to ten percent? Do I cut it to five percent, or do I cut it to dick? Well, this barista wanted to to get into it with people over a fifty cent tip over twenty drinks made. Um, excuse me, hon, what's your job? Oh wait, we have audio. You tip me 50 cents on a 20-drink order, and she's dancing, and she's Asian. And that's it? That, that, that's it? You, you're mad because you got tipped 50 cents on a 20-drink order, okay? How about this? What's your job? To make drinks? Okay, you did that. And did you get your hourly wage? Okay, then what are you mad at? did you put it out in record time did the people have to wait for it did you spell their name right at starbucks oh i'll go down to it um i don't understand why people think tipping is mandatory i'm a good tipper if you do a good job my biggest thing as a server is to make sure that all the drinks stay full what's your take on mandatory tips of parties over six people um my take on that, Chuck, is this. It's that company's policy, and they go along with it, so I have to go along with it. But here's the thing. Chuck, when it comes to that, when, when, and, and you read the bottom of the, the the menu for that, and usually it's just bratty kid nights. So I don't ever have to look at that. But if we go out with a bunch of people, I always make sure I look for that because what happens is they charge you 10% more or 15% more for that the, the gratuity. And then people still tip on top of that. My most favorite story I ever tell about tipping. Two favorite stories. Um, If you're in California, you're already making 20 bucks an hour. Gratuity is optional, period. I pay it and generally say, cool, you already figured out uh, the tip for me. Guess I don't have to add any more. Yeah, but you have to pay attention to that, Chuck. And a lot of people don't. But that's a great question. And I always mean to bring that up. When you have those big parties, always make sure that they aren't sticking with the tip first. Um, one day, uh, after playing a round of golf with uh, Queensreich, yes, that's right, I name-dropped it, Queensryche, uh, got really, really drunk that day and went and saw the movie uh, The Glimmer Man with Steven Seagal and Keenan Ivory Waynes. Terrible movie that I actually passed out in. But I I passed out because we went to dinner before we went to that, and we went to this place in in Reno called Jeremiah's Steakhouse. And it was me and scab, and we're in there. And uh, I think this was probably the last time I ever drank tea because it was nasty, but I I just needed something to to drink, and the water wasn't right, so I got tea. I remember I downed my glass. And this guy wasn't coming back around. So I saw where the tea was, and I went and got the tea, and I filled up my glass, and I filled up Scab's glass, and then I filled up a couple other people's glasses because this guy was nowhere to be found. And I remember on that bill, we paid the bill, and uh, we left like a 68 cent tip because that guy was awful. And to this day, I don't regret it, don't care. Didn't make sure our bread was full. We never got refills unless we got them ourselves. And then there is the story. A story out of Seattle, Washington, where we went out one night for a, uh, a uh, it, w- it was a team dinner, if you will. And it was a, a team success dinner. It was one of these attaboy dinners. And we were all chipping in because, and we went to this fancy, it was a fancy seafood restaurant. And I, I didn't care. I, I, I just wanted to be a part of the group. I was part of the group, and I was like, you know what, seafood restaurant, they'll probably have lobster or something on there, or they'll have some kind of shitty steak that I can get on there. So I'll get that there. So we show up to this fancy, dancy fucking valet parking type place. We go in there, and it's a. Uh, He scab and his wife at the time. Sal had a friend in town at the time. Uh, Bo Retard, our our old producer Bo, was there. Uh, He had some concubine that he was with. And then there was me. And maybe Sal had two friends there because then there was me. I was by myself. I rolled alone. Why? Because they weren't cool enough to hang out with me. That's why. So we go to this restaurant, and I'm looking at the menu, and the menu is mm, menu's okay. It's adequate, but I don't see crab on there, and I don't see lobster on there. I'm like, well, what kind of fucking seafood place is this? I mean, I don't want to eat, you know, Chilean sea bass and tapia. I, I, that, that, that just ain't my jam, yo. So, of course, they had some kind of sirloin, which was awful, and baked potato terrible. And as our food is being delivered, we notice that there are plates around us with these big, gigantic lobster tails on there. And I'm looking, and I'm looking, and I see lobster tail, and I see lobster tail, and I see lobster tail. Now, it wasn't on the menu. And you know that the, when, the, when the waiter comes up to you and talks about the specials, he didn't go over the specials with us. Well, I was starting to get a little, little upset. And the entire table could sense that. And that's back when I was working out a lot and maybe on some performance-enhancing drugs that were sold at GNC. They were le- Dione was legal at the time. Now I'm not. I'm, I'm just saying. I, I at that time I could bench press 200 pound dumbbells in each hand. So I, I was uh, I, I, I had a little bit of rage in me, and I was pretty. I wouldn't be the guy to really piss off. So scab goes and talks to the manager. Manager comes out, brings the waiter out. And explains what happened. Now we're at a large table and it's, you know, it's a pretty quiet restaurant and I'm not trying to make a scene. Um, And they're talking about it. And I, I, I asked, I said, well, how did these people all get lobster? Is this a special club or something? And the manager said, no, it's tonight's special. And that's when, that's when Arnamania almost went wild. I, I, I mean, we almost had Ar- Arnageddon happen at this restaurant. Because I said, wow, I, I." our server never told us about that. And she looks at him, and she says, you didn't tell them about the specials? And he said, no. Because I didn't think they could afford it. yeah we were all making excellent money at that time where a lobster tail we could definitely afford or 10 or 15 and i will never ever forget as a, it, it when when he said that all eyes came to me and and back then you know scab ran the show and his eyes were the most convincing of please don't murder everyone here arnie and I, 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 was more, I was more in shock than anything. I, 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 was, I, I was dumbfounded. But my dumb foundation only got dumber. So Scab then goes off and talks to the manager. Now, I'm thinking to myself, with that admittance right there, I just got a free shitty meal. Scab comes back to the table. And I can tell that he's not happy. Now, if he's not happy, he's just moments away from letting me not be happy. Even though he didn't. But I I got mine. Teeth out. That's back when I still had teeth. Uh, If I'm your... if I'm you, leave a picture of what whatever drink we'll drink within a few minutes, someone and don't say worry about of uh, filled. when inevitably fulfill their promise. I starting cut that tip. Yeah. Ah, Bubba's on the move. Yes, Bubba moved. He's right. No, he's not even right behind me now. So uh, Scab comes back and uh, I go, okay, we good to go. And he goes, no, we got to pay the bill. I said, wait, what, huh? He goes, yeah, we got to pay the bill. I said, all that, Then they say that we couldn't afford it and we still got to pay the bill? And he looked at me and he said, they offered you, Arnie, a free dessert. One free dessert. Not a table of desserts, but one. I said, I need to leave. I need to go. I happily, uh, not happily, I put my money in. I I looked at my order, and I tried to figure out exactly what the tax was on my order. I, I, I think my meal was like $42. So I put $42 in there. And that's when I heard, eh, what about the tip? I, I I I look. I said I am not tipping. Eh, you had to tip. Eh, these people rely on their tips. I said they said that we couldn't afford it. Yeah, I mean I just, uh, and she scab was like, tip if you want. If you don't understand, so. She decided to over-tip and give like $30. And, and the, the meal was, you know, hundred $300 meal. I mean, it was an expensive meal. So she gave like $25, $30. And I think, uh, I, I think Bo Retard's girlfriend put some money in the tip thing. As I'm watching this happen, I'm, I'm just... I, 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 I'm dumbfounded. So... And, uh, you know, we gave all the money, he put it on his card, whatever, and then we put the, the, the tip in the middle of the table as we're leaving. And lo and behold, I left something behind at the table. So I said, I'll, I'll meet up to you guys. And, of course, they were stupid enough to fall for it. Needless to say, his tip went home with me and I got a free meal that night. Yeah, oh, yeah, I, I, I stole the guy's tip. And rightfully so. Fuck that guy. Obviously, since you couldn't afford the meal, you couldn't afford a tip. His tip is the dental work he didn't need. And I remember on Monday, it was a joke in the in, in the studio. We were, we were living in Seattle at the time. It was it was kind of a, a little joke until I answered. Oh, Artie kept the tip. And I said, I did. And oh man, oh man. That was that was a, that was I, I got motherfucked like a champ on that. Uh, how dare you, I mean, I'm like, I don't know you shit. I took the tip. Oh, I I took all that motherfucker's tip. Fuck him. But this whole tipping thing. Tips are based on service. The end. I'm not coming. I, I I'm not coming into your restaurant thinking that I am owed something. I I, I do not put servers through the ringer. I don't yell at them. I don't be I I, I don't be degrade them. I don't do any of that stuff. I treat them like they're human beings. I talk to them. I'll have a conversation with them because they are obviously human beings. And if they go above and beyond their job, they get a better tip. If they do their job, I will fall to social pressures and tips. But if you if you look like a monkey fucking a football, you ain't getting a tip. And I ain't sorry about it. And you baristas and you coffee makers and you people that want to fucking try to tip shame people, I'll slap the taste right out your mouth, you fucking try to tip shame me. Oh, I only get 50 cents? Yeah, because you don't know how to fucking spell Arnie, you retard. I've taken the money off the table when my wife left. Good. Human beings that take no pride in their work. Yeah. I do the same. Fuck the douchebags. Yes. Like I said, I'm not asking. For some reason, we we have this weird connotation here in America now. Remember a few weeks ago, uh, a couple months ago, I got into it with the McDonald's kid. And I told him, I said, look, I'm not trying to put your restaurant down. But when I come to McDonald's, I know what I'm getting. I know that I'm not getting a Michelin star meal. And he kind of looked at me like I was an asshole for saying that. It's McDonald's. I watched an no old boy today. I watched some cooking video. This motherfucker, first of all, he skinned a potato. And I mean, I made mean, thin, thin strips, right? And then they 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 season them and then they roll them up to where they look like, you know, like, I don't know, like leaves or something. And the whole process is like a two-hour process for one little bitty potato. Now that's Michelin star shit right there. When you open a bag of fries and dump it in a deep fryer, that, that's not Michelin star. That's you doing your job. But for some odd reason, and I guess it goes on both ways, and I'm here to tell the people that think that they're going to be getting a Michelin star meal at McDonald's, y'all need to shut the fuck up. Y'all need to wake up. Because McDonald's ain't putting out no award-winning meals. They're putting out consistent meals consistently. That's what they do. And you people that go there thinking, oh, my God, my Big Mac was not. It was not the greatest Big Mac. It's a Big Mac. And for you people that work at McDonald's that think that you're putting out, you know, fucking Ratatouille, something great, you're putting out McDonald's. You're putting out Wendy's. I know what I'm getting. As long as it's in the ballpark of what I usually get there, hey, good job on your part. You ain't getting a tip. And Starbucks people sure as fucking getting tips. Oh, I got to pour coffee in this machine, and then it does all the work. I don't see you grinding the damn beans. I see you put it in a machine, and you, you click the little thing over, and then it pours, and then you watch it pour. All right, you're getting paid by the hour, too. And from what I understand, Starbucks doesn't pay too bad, and they got decent benefits. What more do y'all want? Fuck. Oh, I need a tip. I need, uh, you need to tip me because I made so many drinks. Well, because you did your fucking job. That's what you did. I mean, I, I, I don't get a tip, and I'm here every damn day. I provide a service. I make y'all motherfuckers laugh. I wouldn't accept a tip. I go to McDonald's and know that the food I get should basically be the same if I get in Sacramento, Roseville, or even Rio Linda at a similar price wherever it's purchased from. It's the consistency. It's explaining that the Bradley Cooper actually did have a good movie come out a few years ago, and it's called *Burnt*, where he plays a chef, and he schools this chick on eating at Burger King, and he's right about it. Chefs don't like it; they look down on it because, well, they're they're hoity-toity chefs. But if you look at it, you look at what fast food does. Fast food is is definitely a vertebrae of America at some point we're we're trying to get rid of it first and foremost by not allowing young people to work there anymore due to the fact that we have to pay them now twenty dollars an hour to work at a fast food restaurant so we're going to get rid of that that aspect of first jobs for a lot of people secondly they're making the meals so expensive that people aren't going to go there what was it, New York, the, the Big Mac meal, the regular Big Mac meal, medium fry, medium drink is $18? Well, fuck, if I got to spend $18, I'm going to go someplace else and get something better. McDonald's, fix your soft-serve machine. No shit. The one thing that's always broke there is their damn soft-serve machine. And once again, I don't think that it. That, and when the soft-serve machine is running, and I get me a hot fudge sundae. Now I have to get peanuts on the side because there uh, are peanut allergies because we have to fucking get out of everybody's goddamn way that's got a peanut allergy. Put that in there, and I press all the hot fudge to the bottom. That way my, my last bite is my diabetes bite. It's all that sugar, all that, that melted wannabe ice cream on top of that hot fudge with nuts. Boy, oh, that's good. That is good. Six damn machines, idiots. But for some odd reason, I, I, I guess this is what it is. I mean, I, I, I don't know. It's this entitlement that somehow we are entitled to the greatest hamburger of our lives when we go to McDonald's. i I'm not under that assumption. I'm not under that entitlement. I'm not under the entitlement that when I go and get a hot fried apple pie from Whataburger, it will be the greatest hot fried apple pie that I ever have had. Because it probably ain't. It's going to be good. It's going to be real good. I'm going to like it. But it's not going to be the greatest. And I'm not going to complain about it. Unless you give me lemon, then I'm going to punch you in the damn throat. I missed the days of 39-cent cheeseburgers. Dad would buy, like, 20, and we'd eat them all week long. There you go. I went to Applebee's last week. All right, for that, all-you-could-eat ribs. Uh, and with tip, it cost less than 20 bucks. Server even gave me a to-go box, which is literally not allowed. Oh, there you go. You got the riblets to go. Nice. There's a mini-documentary on why the ice cream machines don't work, and it's a corporate conspiracy to fuck over the franchisees. Oh, I imagine. I had two meals for the amount it cost to go to a fast food restaurant. It doesn't surprise me. doesn't surprise me at all. I don't know if this is a plan by the Illuminati or the the red bellies, as they like to call them, because they, they like to skin children and use their red bellies for shoes. Um, they want to close all fast food, that, because then we can't get into, you know, Bill Gates will then be able to use his mind-controlling vegetables on everybody. Just stop. Just stop. Look, when it comes to tipping, do what you want. I'm not here to tell you that you have to tip or you don't have to tip. It's whatever you can live with. It's kind of like the, the rest of the world. See, there's so many shows out there that are going to tell you, this is what you have to do. To tell you. I'm going to tell you what you have to do is what's going to make you the happiest. That's it. If you feel like a good person for tipping, then go ahead and tip. More power to you. But if you feel like that you didn't get good service and that they don't deserve a tip, then more power to you. And by the way, before anybody, before anybody gets on the apologistic tra- trail of servers, what they're having a bad day? What are they're doing this? What are they're doing that? Like I always say, everybody's got a fucking story. Okay. My interaction with you is the only time that matters in my eyes with you. I'm sorry that that your mom has grown a tit on her back. I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry that all your friends want to come over and slow dance with her now. I apologize. It's not me. I'm the guy who ordered a burger, rare, fries, and a Dr. Pepper, and you brought me out a fucking hockey puck and a Coke with slaw. Guess what, motherfucker? Motherfucker. Your bad job just cost you. All right, last story here. And this story goes out to all the ass men. Wait a second. I've lost it. I will find it again, I promise. Where did this happen? This happened here in the the great state of Texas. Uh, This is a story uh, about Mark McDaniel, jalapena. He is a 58-year-old pastor at the New Hope Community Church in Venus, Texas, where he helps his congregation deal with grief and loss, brothers and sisters. Well, last Saturday... Pastor McDaniel had to deal with his own tragic grief and loss. He was driving uh, his 17-year-old daughter, Hannah, and his wife, Brandy. They were coming home from Hannah's school. And Mr. Pastor McDaniel suffered a coughing fit. Now, if you're watching me on Twitch, you saw me do the quotations. He suffered a coughing fit that caused him to black out and then crash his car, killing both the mom and the daughter. Officers, I don't know what happened. I started coughing and I blacked out. Oh, my God, my wife and daughter are gone now. Man, oh, man, thank God we have that insurance policy. Wait, what did I say? He says, I was driving, and I was overcome by coughing, and I blacked out, and we hit the guardrail. The rail went all the way through the car, and McDaniel saw his daughter's body first. I was asked her uh, to wake up, and when she didn't, uh, obviously I knew She died on impact while the wife died later in the ambulance. The accident happened at 2.30 p.m. on I-20 outside of Howard County. So there you go. Ask family. Hey, man, remember, you blacked out from coughing. Now, are are there charges against him? I can't say that they're probably not going to have charges against him because he's suffered enough already. Anything out there? Uh, but, yes, he he blacked out. Is the pastor's secretary, Jessica Hahn? <laughs> Boy, that's old school right there. You didn't get a Coke. You got a root beer because they're the same, right? Oh, that's my favorite. Can we all call it a blackout anymore? Well, oh, we shouldn't. Chuck, that's a good, that's good. Yeah, we can't call it that. Yeah, I saw this story and I, you know, uh, maybe what we might have to investigate. Look, I'm not calling the guy a bad guy. I'm not calling him a murderer. I'm not saying he did it. Oh, mama must be home because Bubba's crying like a little bitch. Go lay down. But I blacked out. Whoops. Nope, no alcohol in my system. Blacked out, though, from coffee. There you go. Go get her, bub. Uh, that is going to do it for us today, as Family. We will be back tomorrow. Same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, have a fantastic Monday, everybody. And adios
5: To yourself, Arnie, and George Strait. You just met one
0: of them. You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it,
2: stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now.
4: I am going to go get late.
2: Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Hey,
4: hey, hey. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.
1: He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's Law enforcement
4: is
8: outside waiting to arrest him.